Warning, if you're a preteen fan of the Disney Channel's Andy Mack listening for the first time, this podcast may include mild swears, and even worse, grown men rambling about fake rocks. Recent Disneyland cavalcade participant Lelon Bowden takes us under the sea with The Little Mermaid. Life is the Bubbles, it's Podcast the Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the theme park podcast hosted by three men who judge a restaurant not by the quality of its food, but by how many robots are nearby. My name is Mike Carlson. Joining me as always, Jason Sheridan. Uh, hello. And Scott Gardner. Yeah, but it's, it's a tough standard to meet these days. Robot-driven restaurants are increasingly few and far between, unless it's Japan. Yes, which is like every restaurant has a robot in it in Japan. As I I understand, I've never been, of course. Yeah, we've argued about going to Japan, but yes, <laughs> I have very uh, basic understanding of the country. That's why you can't spend the whole trip in the Disney parks because you got to go see what robots are running around town. Mm-hmm. Um, believe me, when I go to Japan, it will all be nonsense. It's just a matter of how you you divvy up spread it the out. Sense, yeah. Um, let's uh, bring a very special guest in, though. Uh, you know her as Bex on the Disney Channel show Andy Mack. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Lelon Bowden. Yay! Can you believe it? You're here? I can, I can believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's very, <laughs> it's very believable. <laughs> but, but, but that's not to say that um, I'm not uh, very excited to be here. Happy. Well, thank you. You are our first disney uh family member you're in the family yeah mm-hmm. and oh, after so this exciting. you will be out of the family <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> yeah 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 it's gonna be rough um but yeah you are on just the- like the matterhorn yes oh. the matterhorn is very rough is this humor on brand it, yeah, it's right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ride. it's such a rickety ride did you prepare True. a bunch of jokes about each ride no okay but uh maybe i can think of them like give me a ride and i'll see what i can do uh space mountain uh tell uh tell you what it's uh with the new buying of uh, uh, Lucas Films it's Hyperspace Mountain <laughs> that More is a, a statement that's just a true, true fact <laughs> oh wait it yeah. is Hyperspace Mountain <laughs> yeah unfortunately well, well alright alright we won't really do the rest of time. Yeah, but if one comes to you please interrupt whatever we're talking about to just make a quick uh, hey, a quick joke look that's a sort of off the cuff skill that thousands of dollars of the improv classes we took to, we all took together uh, uh, back in the day oh no uh, uh, yeah. got us were y'all so, in the same uh, yeah, so, groups so and to, various uh, to really get uh, into a topic that's m- very interesting to the audience uh, Jason Leilan and I have been taking improv been taking improv class together probably what nine years ago ten years ago yeah probably it's been forever this could um, be the first time that the UCB theater has been discussed on a podcast anywhere. yeah no it's very rarely brought up in a in the comedy what, circle what are the behind the scenes uh, like in the comedy world <laughs> we'll Some, never know hopefully someone will answer this question one day right some series of some kind mm-hmm. um so yeah we we took improv classes together uh we loved every minute of all of it mm-hmm. um and now we're here now leland is a big star and 
The three of us are podcasting, talking about rides. <laughs> so <laughs> we're all doing hit good. Star podcast. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We're not yeah. stars. We're hyperspace stars. Oh gosh, how embarrassing to admit to how many years of improv I've done. <laughs> <laughs> so then, sorry. Uh, you want, we can cut that out. <laughs> I guess it's like, what's the what's the joke on? It has to be Space Mountain, like to like in comparison to something. Like, am I making fun of Space Mountain? Well, on this podcast, we never make fun of Space Mountain. <laughs> no, we're very me. we love Space Mountain. That's scripture. We're afraid to even. That's on the list of episodes. We're afraid to even do yeah because some of the rides loom so large we're putting we're like punting on them as long as we can we haven't done haunted mansion we haven't done right. captain eo we're like wow, afraid they're real? too big of topics to like the existence of god or not they're too uh too giant of topics well, to well, even tackle hold on hold on now we have roasted the florida space mountain a lot because the florida space mountain That's uses true. the same uh sort of toboggan kind of track that uh the matterhorn does so imagine the what? matterhorn but in pitch black no and, and wrecking your body <laughs> not fun yeah yeah it is turn scary. down a free trip if disney gives it to you it'll mess up your back <laughs> um, <laughs> i can't show weakness in front of my younger co-stars i can't be like guys it'll hurt mama's back i can't go does I'll that wait ha- for you at the bottom have do you find yourself trying to i mean impress uh, your co-stars or, or do they ever do stuff that's like cool do they ever like want to like hang out behind a 7-eleven and you're like this isn't where people should be hanging out <laughs> no i think when you're like you know the kind of kid that's living the life where you're on a tv show hanging out behind a 7-eleven <laughs> is not really like on your cool roster of things to do <laughs> like it's not like oh that's the that's the hot spot uh where where uh you know life happens um because you know you're getting invited to like the solo premiere oh yeah and okay. stuff like yeah. that that's a good question what are they like uh, uh you know you've you've done the, the done the press rounds and you get to do fun stuff on your show what what do, what is the most exciting to uh, uh to your co-stars um to my co-stars uh, yeah well i think it's all really exciting um it, you know i i think that it's it's got to be crazy to be so like for me i feel like i revert back to a child when it's like oh my gosh we're going to the wrinkle in time premiere you know uh, we did the i uh we might talk about this more in the podcast but we just did a disney channel fan fest where yeah, oh that we're gonna talk about it oh boy but that <laughs> Wait, was which just was that like, where just so uh, oh to it explain. was in disneyland yeah. <laughs> um it was so much fun and so for me, I just like become a full kid again. But I think that for like for my co-stars, that's a time where they're also growing up, you know, at the same time. So it's like it's like they still have that joy of a kid. And at the same time, I can see them like managing all this exciting stuff that's like coming their way. Like they are um, like like giving all the the good things like at a birthday party that you could have and being asked to be adults by the amount of responsibility that they have. Mm. My life, yeah. And you are you are more just like yes, I've hit the minimum for SAG health insurance. Oh, it's a good feeling. (laughs) Oh yeah, like like I hit that party threshold like a long time ago, where it's like this is awesome. Like you know, even if like just guest starring on a Disney show would have been great. Sure, sure. So everything past that. 
point has been just like icing on the cake, which has been a cake that is nothing but icing. <laughs> sure, that's great. <laughs> but let, me, let me ask you this: Has Andy Mac made you eat a Tide Pod? That's the only thing I know. That's all I I know about millennials. Or like younger millennials. Uh, I don't, you know what? I actually don't think that's like eating the Tide Pod is is a millennial thing. I think that just like, you know, People of all ages, A, do stupid stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're experimenting with like, you know, when you're becoming, when you're just like, your brain's not mature yet, you're going to do weirder, stupider things. But, you know, a couple of kids ate some Tide Pods because I went down a rabbit hole of like reading articles <laughs> about uh, kids who ate Tide Pods. And it's just like, there were enough copycats um, that, uh, that, that like, it's like, oh, millennials, eat Tide Pods but you know remember 10 uh, what, 15 years ago when American Pie came out and then there was that case there was a couple cases of kids putting putting their junk in pies yeah sure and getting burns because they, they were putting their junk in pies <laughs> they're all doing it that yeah that Watch didn't define son. the generation right. you know of like this is the American Pie generation where kids cannot yeah. stop putting their junk in pies but now we're in such a think piece culture that uh, it, it appears that all millennials have eaten Tide Pods and that all millennials are actively trying to kill the Olive Garden and Applebee's. And uh, I've, I've seen this so many times. Wait, that what? Millenni- millennials are killing chain restaurants oh, right, and they're right, right. killing big box stores and they're killing uh, go-kart tracks. Like, Wait, like what? Millennials Why? are what just being blamed like, uh, for the downfall is... of lots of things that would have naturally have downfalls. So hmm. this is a format for articles about like millennials are killing blank of like it is essentially uh, uh. just changing taste. Like people aren't as into fa- like you know casual dining anymore. People mm-hmm. want more like a Chipotle fast casual mix sort of thing so then the other kinds of businesses aren't gone to as much but then there's so many websites that just need to churn out content uh, there's just like a lot of millennial although this yeah, week millennials i saw take a lot of and at this point like a millennial is not somebody who's 13 you're a millennial no we are technically yeah we're yeah I'm um, at the cutoff of it, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. You are in or you're out? I'm in. Okay. I you, just made it. You're you're <laughs> creeping on Gen X, though. No. Well, yeah, I am. Well, you are too. Yeah. <laughs> Is it X though? Isn't there something in between? Well, there was, was Gen Y. Li- yeah. Oh wait, what's Gen Y? But then I think Gen Y like turned into millennials. Well, that's it's weird because I think the the definition of a generation is like you are born within a twenty year age range. But then there's also for the sake of popular culture, it's like yeah, if you were born around here, you're this. The point is, I'm personally killing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even realize it, but you are. There's not an art. There should be an article though. Jason Sheridan is personally saving Olive Garden. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, no, that's not true because I I define endless pasta. <laughs> like I see endless pasta, and it's like keep keep it coming, boys. <laughs> Jason's destroying uh, Olive Garden in a different way by yeah. bleeding them dry. By bleeding pasta. Them dry. <laughs> uh, I did see this week my the first uh, millennials are saving blank, which is millennials really? are saving uh, the frozen. food food aisle apparently like frozen oh that's like, sa- straight up true food like is very doing very especially like higher end like organic or like natural oh you know, they frozen have foods. my number that's what i do <laughs> yeah i go straight to the organic frozen food section of the grocery store are we, and then i'm done shopping are we talking mm-hmm. like amy's 
Oh, we're I, talking Amy's. Because I like a lot of the Amy's uh, frozen. And then that rice mac yeah. and cheese. Yum. I've had that. That's good. Uh, is that the gluten? That's the gluten free or no? Mm, I don't know. I have I, There's gluten free macaroni and cheese for Amy's. It's very good. All right. Anyway. Do you guys mention a lot of brands on this show? We love, we love brands. brands. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you get sponsorship by these brands? No, no, no. Oh, no. no. Well, we were open we're not, in If Amy's wants to get involved in Podcast the Ride, we're here. We're ready to have that meeting, Amy's. I think that like you're already doing it for them, so yeah. I well, feel this like whole... if I was part of the Amy's like marketing team, would be like, we'll just let this be. Sure. <laughs> no, wait, yeah, we already did it. Why do they have to pay us? Wait, no. Okay, here's what we'll delete out. <laughs> <laughs> this whole podcast is just an ad for these theme parks, really. I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll say the F word once in a while, and we'll be like a little bit uh, salty little about quality. certain rides, but like really, people are just listening and going, yeah, I want to go to these parks. And then every we now get and paid then. A lot. I'll, I'll drop in like a very forced like oh man you know what i was doing the other day enjoying a great blue e-cigarette like really ham-fistedly <laughs> just trying to get that endorsement get that sponsorship going that's Went your down number so one smooth <laughs> i gotta keep my podcast and pipes uh <laughs> running fine yeah i can't i can't have a scratchy voice that's what blue d- yeah. helps me I out i quit dip and i've gone to blue e-cigarettes <laughs> we, it would be great if we all by like in a year or so each had like a sponsor separate sponsor so like at the mm-hmm. ufc when you know brock lesnar has jimmy johns on his shorts each one of us will have a different sponsor that will constantly be plugging uh <laughs> personally in addition to many other ads so we want this thing to become you know very corporate very Anyone? Do you guys have ideal sponsors? Well, Jason's is an e-cigarette or uh, Olive Garden. Yeah, mm. <laughs> or yeah. or Raytheon, <laughs> the defense um, company. I want to be sponsored by GRP Records, a jazz, a smooth jazz, a, a vinyl label from the '80s that I'm not sure is still around, but uh, hmm. quality albums. Uh, uh, Kevin Eubanks put out a lot of great jazz. On oh that wow! Play. Yeah, that's so, great. Uh, yeah, kick, give me some kickbacks. GRP Records. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the jazz. Um, I've been buying a lot of pants lately, so Levi's. I would go for Levi's if they would. They would uh, be uh, a sponsor of Michael. <laughs> Also, uh, Kiehl's in your quest to always look uh, younger. Oh, in your quest to like, on the stay youthful. To prove you're on the millennial <laughs> side of the yeah, fence. Yeah, that's true. That would prove it. Uh, Any personal you, brand yeah. you're interested in? Um, I mean, uh, no. Okay. I, I you don't can't know. Be it's bought. just like, uh, I mean, I have things that I, I like, but I feel like part of my deal is that not one brand can't own me <laughs> unless i guess it's a disney <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which i'm very happy about so cool if any brand is going to and they own uh, most of the best things so you're on yeah. a good list <laughs> um so yeah before so so we didn't even say like we're going to be eventually talking about the little mermaid ariel's undersea adventure ride yay uh, that was your choice and we're going to get yay. way into it but first, we do have to talk about this fan fest that you just participated in um, for promotion for the show. It, uh, um, let was, us know. Let, let, How? let us How? know. Just tell us. We were. I was. I was watching. There was a live feed of it. You were in a little car. You were driven in a parade. By one of those you Disney were men, Those older Disney man. He has a little cap on. You, oh, Pluto was, was in the car with you. Pluto was in the car. It yes. was a whole thing. It was down Main Street. You drag race the Ducktales cast down Main Street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was super fun. I believe it's the first one. 
um, that uh, Disney Channel has done um, where they take all the stars from their shows and on the, the lineup to come and um, pop them in cars and we get to do a little uh, it's called a cavalcade yeah a cavalcade. All right. I love that um, I'm going to show Scott a photo of the car oh yeah I'm going to miss this Whoa! Oh, I is. learned some really cool Jeez. trivia about that car that we were in. Um, the driver was, uh, I think that's like part of his deal too. He's like, do you mm. want to know about this car? Um, that car is is uh, almost as old as the, the Disney parks. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like only a couple years, like uh, a couple years younger. It's like super old and there's only a couple of those cars. So there, I, f- I wish I could remember how many, but there's like, five or something and a couple are in here and a couple are in Disneyland, Florida, um, Disney World. Um, and uh, the fire engine um, that was one was the very first and there's like a whole story that he told me about how the designer of that car d- literally drove that car um, from Burbank to mm. Anaheim. Um, d- but it's like, it's not a real car. Everything's 5.8 scale. Right. So those, um, I mean, it's a, I mean, yeah, it's five eight scale of like a uh, a normal car, like Main Street itself. So it fits in. Yes, exactly. Sense. Main okay. Street is five eight scale. Wow. And so it fits right in. It so looks normal. He looked funny driving this thing down from Burbank to Anaheim. Um, the 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 cute joke is is that like uh, a um car was passing and a kid out the end was like, "Hey, Mister, by the time you get to the fire." It'll already be out. One of the original Imagineers getting roasted going down the five. <laughs> <laughs> and this was this was a Burbank long before Jay Leno uh, was constantly driving old timey cars around. No one was used to it yet. <laughs> Man, Jay, I bet Jay would love to drive some of those main street. Has he ever driven one of the main street cars? I bet Jay Leno would love to if he ever went down That's there. That's an idea for a Leno's garage if he hasn't oh, yeah. done it. Yeah, yeah. I would also he like drives to, a double decker bus and stuff. I would also like or? to be sponsored by Jay Leno's Garage. Sure, that would be cool. He has a show on CNBC. Is that right? Yeah, Jay Leno. He just goes around and fixes cars and drives cars around. It's oh, okay. Just, yeah, yeah. That's for some people. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's a foreign language to me, but so is this. You're not a car person. To a lot of not remotely. Mm. Uh, I can't even if I have to like improvise fake car facts i'm dead in the water oh, 20 yeah. horsepower 20 silence, horsepower silence pants run away from wherever <laughs> i am <laughs> yeah we're, believe it or not Leland, we're, the three of us aren't big gear heads <laughs> we don't uh, love getting our hands dirty in a garage we're the sun not big fans or of the, the sun, sun unless we're outside at a park <laughs> getting park. our skin toasted um, <laughs> but we do love the autopia at disneyland uh, actually I, we don't love that i tried to look i think it was ward kimball was the imagineer who designed the fire truck Oh, that sounds oh, right. Right. He had his his jazz band, the Firehouse Five, mm-hmm. or something of that. It was like or Firehouse Firehouse Five Plus Two, something, something like that. Like it was that. a Firehouse yeah. themed uh, jazz band. Yeah, this all tracks. I, I didn't need to keep explaining, That's but okay. yeah, it must be. Uh, I'm done. So, <laughs> He's a fire guy. Oh, you know what y'all are? Cool. Trivia heads. Yeah, and that's oh, not we something that's that true. I'm that, really good at. Like I, I. Uh, I don't absorb small facts uh, well. I can, but Man, it's not I, my strength. 
Man, I'm so sorry that you're here then because <laughs> this podcast we, is... We hide our notes, all yeah. our voluntary notes documents. <laughs> Small facts. So We made you do this uh, eight, nine years ago when we would just pull out random bullshit on stage uh, doing improv. Oh, I know. You guys were constantly like, so... Well... Uh, not as bad as, as like, uh, when I was on, um, Tab, uh, with our friends, uh, Casey and Jacob, they would constantly, um, set me up to no sports specifics. Mm. And that was just a nightmare where they'd be like, oh, look, everybody, it's LeBron. Tell us what team you're on. And I was, uh, you know, I should know. And I did it. And it sucks. (laughs) That I feel like is easier to fake than just random, like... Trivia's Brady Faking? Bunch's made for TV movie bullshit. I, <laughs> like I don't think that's true. If 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 you get the name of LeBron's team wrong, people are gonna know. <laughs> you can't. Oh, you yeah. just go like, oh, LeBron, you're on the what team? You're on the best one. My man, LeBron. That, you did not fake that at all. That would not <laughs> yeah. fly in front. An audience yeah, would that, laugh because they could tell you didn't know. Seamless. James, <laughs> the best, the good team. The Sports good team. is that's not easy to fake at all. Anyway. Um, Jay, wait, we, we distracted from the general. Yeah, yeah. So we're back to being fan in this fest. parade. Oh, yes. You're in a oh, tiny yes. car. In a car. In some a- of these cars, by the way, I, I look at that that car. This is a bright yellow car that you were in, and I look at that, and I remember seeing footage of parades where like Ronald Reagan's being driven around. And I know. Like the, that car could have been oh, used by very uh, it was famous the fire people. Truck. In Apparently, the fire truck is the one that uh, was reserved for diplomats and mm. like uh, wow. big big town big time people there was uh i think the one when i went i went to alone to disneyland a couple years to go see dick van dyke in a parade wow and he was driven around in the car but i believe it was the green car so you guys were in a yellow car Ooh, oh oh my think. gosh uh this is why i wish i knew trivia better because the driver of the yellow car told me which car dick van dyke oh he did was in uh, for his like 90th birthday or something like that right yes that's what i was yes. there i went alone he told me which car he was in and i don't remember uh, you got okay. pretty it's, good recall it's green. Though, i have a picture who doesn't know trivia you got pretty good recall of this uh it's a all the anecdotes this guy gave <laughs> um i have a picture of dick van dyke somewhere so i can find it and we can figure out what car he was in cool um but you so so you guys started the parade back what by small world that's generally where where the parade comes out here's a thing oh i have no idea i have no idea <laughs> it's just like well, did you be- just black out and wake up in a parade yes that's what it felt like <laughs> well because uh we the the ready station was in the um uh, the hotel, the California hotel, right? Um, and so that's where we were prepping and stuff like that. And we were ushered, you know. Um, and so we we were ushered um on a on a like a moving bus, not like a parade bus, to the start of the parade. And uh, I don't, I didn't know where we were, and I I didn't recognize where we were during the parade because I was so overwhelmed with like people waving, right? Sure. And and so like it it was a blur. You I was also just like, more Whoa. photos were taken of you in that uh, I don't know how long to fifteen minutes to half an hour probably than ever in the rest of your life. Like you got to be on. Oh. You're posing. Oh yeah, yeah. Like there's no time to to like kind of scratch my head and be like, wow, well, well this is the fancy land, you know, like. And, uh, <laughs> Did you just call out. it fancy land? <laughs> the fantasy land. Oh, okay. But I, I said it. What was this? Fancy land? This is this is fancy land. All of Disneyland is fancy land. I yeah. think that's accurate. Yeah. Um, um, besides maybe frontier land. Sure. Yeah, that's rough and tumble. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so so it, but it was a law. I guess what by really I'm asking like it, it felt like it was 15 minutes ish that you were actually in the yeah, parade. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. It it but it went by so 
right. quickly. You know, it was it was just like oh, the, and people are excited and oh, the oh the the cutest thing is that there were a group of uh, young girls. Um, who were all together, who maybe around like uh, young teenager mm-hmm. age, um, who saw the Andy Matt car and they were like weeping. Oh yeah, and wow. like and they were smiling and taking pictures and just like just like overwhelmed. And uh, Peyton like straight up like leaned like leaned over like the car and was like, "Hey, are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, "Yes, we're great." More than okay. Like, wow, it's like um, Beetlemania. You were like be experiencing Beetlemania or something uh, like yeah it was it was pretty wild and it was like uh it, like i talked to uh kate micucci after who was in the ducktales uh oh. vehicle and she was just saying that she just cried the whole parade because <laughs> it was wow. just so moving and sure. cool and it's like <laughs> disneyland is such a big part of you know all of our childhoods and to be like an attraction and it is yeah. just you know mind-boggling made it to the other end of this where you're literally in you're in areas people don't get to see and uh, yeah um, and you know i didn't get to take advantage of that anyway because i was just so like whoa mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was crazy yeah. yeah a lot of those sorts of things you get ushered from thing to thing like you know people are it's like okay we got to go over here now we got to go do this now we got to take pictures that sort of thing yeah oh yeah the whole day was just uh getting ushered around um uh by the uh the the guides in plaid of course um super cool let Uh, me ask did you guys did you guys you didn't get to choose pluto as the character in the car with you uh pluto was assigned he was assigned okay (laughs) they didn't show us like a lookbook (laughs) and and they were like you know find what what character speaks to you um no but you know no complaints <laughs> sure no yeah. no i mean I, I just was wondering like if they were like all right pluto's with you we're sending mickey over here yeah mm-hmm. was were the ducktales people with the ducktales characters you know what i feel like i have this vague memory i mean it could be it could be corroborated just by looking i online think i know anywhere. the answer yeah. to this um but i think scrooge mcduck was in that the and uh, raven's home vehicle okay i believe I th- that yeah if i was confused too because scrooge was not with ducktales yeah yeah let me see if we can find the feed of this we'll, we'll post it of course for the audience if he gets Could. too close to david Tennant, like a wormhole open like <laughs> yeah. reality starts to bend um what a what like that ducktales uh cast is the ultimate hipster lineup <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. Who else is in there? Who's in the uh, new crew? Uh, Bobby Moynihan, Ben Schwartz, Danny uh, Pudi. Yes. Yes. Uh, Beck Bennett, but he wasn't there. Correct. Yeah, the show. He wasn't at there. SNL. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It's yeah. Kate Micucci. Like it's mm-hmm. it's like a perfect like all star cool town lineup. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah, Scrooge and Launchpad are in the Raven's home car. Yes, yes. For oh. whatever reason. Wow. They didn't want to be too obvious, I guess. Yeah, too on the nose, I guess. Yeah, yeah. so but <laughs> for whatever reason. But you yeah, you're, The fact that you're, you're uh, streaming through a video of this parade. Oh, yeah. I, well, the, when this cavalcade, you guys, cavalcade, cavalcade, (laughs) when this was happening, like I was looking at, like I have a Twitter list of like theme park news sites and blogs and stuff. And I was like, there's scrolling through it. It's like, there's Leland. There's Leland again. (laughs) 
seriously not like because people were there posting but we're sharing like you know whatever pictures they were sending out on the wire That's yeah crazy. you were the star of theme park social media yeah uh, 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 something an honor usually reserved for ice cream cones <laughs> i finally made it to ice cream cones, <laughs> you're as good as ice cream i'm in <laughs> um so so you get through with the parade um and then you have what a signing was that right you uh, like it was a meet and greet or was, uh, yes it was a meet and greet and so it was like uh it was uh thing where fans could um walk uh, a step and repeat and take pictures with mm-hmm. uh, the disney channel shows and stuff uh and that was uh that was fun but also yeah like a big whirlwind of like hey what's your name how's it going blah 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 let's take a picture hold the sign yeah it's fun okay bye you know like it right. was um and uh and then after that we had a uh a talk back panel with the um the cast of stuck in the middle Mm-hmm. And uh, with Radio Disney, with uh, so Radio Disney was the hosts sure. of the, the panel, and it was so much fun because like the fans are like so like pumped, you know they they were not afraid to shout out exactly what they felt about characters, you know, like it was like medieval times, you know, where it was, it was just like you know, and uh, what I we're hate you, about- Leela. <laughs> Nobody says I hate you to do the knights in medieval times. Yeah, we, I did. Well, well Mike. <laughs> if they were on the other side, I would yell something Mike at them. Mike just screaming, I hate the monarchy. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> You're all part of the problem. <laughs> An oligarchy for this kingdom. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like, they were very vocal about, like, who they shipped, you know? And, mm. and like, oh. what, what care, yeah, what ships they like better than other ships, you know? Oh, um, right. Yeah. You've been shipped? Are you shipped? Yeah. Well, you... everybody's shipping everybody me and Bowie, who's the father of Andy Mack. I and, sure. Because uh, you gotta, you know, you gotta root for the family. I, I have, I searched your name in hashtags on Instagram. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, there, did you search Tumblr, you too? I didn't search Tumblr. Oh, boy. Jason, search Tumblr for Leland. I don't um, know if I want to go down that rabbit hole. Do you know what my guessed? persona is on Tumblr? No. You're, what do I'm, you mean? I'm, uh, well, this was, I, you know what? I haven't checked Tumblr in, in a hot second now, but. Hey, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here. DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger IV. Hi, hi, hi. Can't wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. Um, When Andy Mac first came out... uh, it was like I got a text from one of the 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 uh, I got a text from the the main writer being like, "Wow, you're really popular with the lesbian community." Oh, like interesting! Bex, like the, the Bex's style and and persona is like a hit, you know. Yeah. And I was like, "Cool." Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was just I, I, mine was not about the lesbian community. It was just that I had seen a lot of different pictures of the, of the two of you, and the people are like they are so cute together. People like just posting st- like photo and photos from the Disneyland like uh-huh. press conference. So um, people yeah. ship Bexy hashtag is there, Bexy. Is there any weird? Is there any w- weird one like, like you like ship with a real like a random guest star or like a different oh my, show? Well, is it? Have you seen any weird one? Mm, I or mean, like you and Pluto. <laughs> 
Hashtag Plex. <laughs> That's pretty um, good. That is pretty <laughs> good. Rolls off yeah, the tongue. Yeah, very, very snazzy ship name. Um, well, I mean, the internet is a weird, weird oh, place, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And so I think that, like, the goal, you know, of the collective internet body is to try to make every shit possibility, <laughs> you know, every combination. So I've seen it, and it's weird because it's like, they, they just ship everybody in the show. But I'm much older than most of the right, people right, right, right. in the show mm-hmm. so so there's less options weird. boundaries should be kept boundaries should be kept necessarily yes. right that's um, why I said like random guest stars because I didn't want to because there's not many options no for you. I mean like Bex has pretty much just had you know Bowie is like mm-hmm. the there's not really a contender right shipping yes. though in general is not necessarily it's not uh, there's like there's a pretty like sweet component to it I don't necessarily yeah. have a full understanding of it but like it's not it's not like a, a erotic fan fiction necessarily it's no, like, like no, I want them all. to be together yeah no them. it's it, yeah it, yeah exactly that okay. same feeling and tone and cadence like oh, I wish they were together <laughs> why won't they do it yeah they'd be so happy and so would I yes <laughs> it's gentle so yes. drawing of uh, Bex exchanging Valentine's gifts with Bob Iger interesting <laughs> I guess they uh, yeah they did run out of age appropriate characters to uh, pair off with <laughs> Should uh, we declare if we're if we are to be shipped? I was just trying to combine them in our. In, it's it would be hashtag Gerson Gersonden. Oh, you mean if we were all shipped together? Yeah, if people oh, wish just the no, three. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like with other. Gotta podcasts. go first names, guys. <laughs> it would have to be like. Huh, Sco- like j- Sco- we don't have a lot of room to work with. Yeah, Skosen. Sco- yeah, it would Skosenike. be like Skosenike. <laughs> Hashtag Skosenike. Yeah. I don't know the spelling. You that figure is, it out. <laughs> that is your ship name. I think people should ship Jason with different treats. <laughs> oh, I think they should too. <laughs> but, but like, I just want to see him eat a funnel cake. Like, if he would only eat a funnel cake. <laughs> Hashtag JC's cake. Like, <laughs> what treats would you like to ship Jason with? Let's ask the audience. Though they can come up with. Some he good is stuff. meant to be with fried Reese's pieces <laughs> at my local fair. I just want to see him with sorbet. <laughs> please. Yep. Yeah, someone, please draw like a a Sailor Moon esque drawing of like sorbet. And oh, are we calling me for fan art? Tuxedo mask. Oh, the we're fan calling for fan art. Top. I, not, I don't even get fan art oh. like you guys get fan art. Like well, we also, we have, we've, we've had two, <laughs> and we demand it. Also, I, I've seen them. I, I still <laughs> I have to great. post a picture. I have the original art. Oh yeah, you got sent me. the original. <gasps> oh yeah, uh, yeah. So I have the original art, and the artist uh, was very nice. Uh, I, I will give him a shout out on this, Twitter. This, this specific, uh, uh, the, the this specific artist, style, the, um, yeah, the Twain and the the mayor. He he sent two, and he also said a lovely opening MGM Studios uh, program guide. Oh, that's or preview nice. guide. That's cool. So. Uh, wow. We'll post a picture of that yeah. when this goes up. Have you gotten any fan? Like, you have to get fan mail somewhere. Like, you have to get some. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean. Do you have to go pick it up or does, you don't get it directly to your. No. Uh, the, the Disney Channel will keep fan mail for us uh, at the office and then we get to read them and they're the sweetest. Sure. Things. Oh, that's like, nice. There, there's. Uh, I just. Like, my heart 
explodes you know like there's glitter on the outside of the envelopes and there's stickers and and you know you can tell that like you know kids have spent a lot of time on the block lettering and stuff like that it is just like mm-hmm. it just makes your heart melt you know and they just have really nice things to say it's like you're my favorite oh you know what's really cool is uh when we were doing our new york press junket um josh one of the kids in the show handed me um a paper um and and it was just like a random paper and he was like hey uh, uh, a gal asked me to give you this and it was like a note of being like i love your character on andy mack and at the end she wrote stay woke <laughs> <laughs> wow damn and it meant a lot yeah jeez yeah. very cool that is cool that's a, like yeah that would be the overwhelming by like like people like seeing so many people's feelings at once it is like a good it's, version of Twitter or something. Yes, it is. It, it is constantly overwhelming. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like I, you can't see because it's a podcast, but I just squinted my eyes and blinked really hard because it's like you, you can't look at it directly. It's like the sun. It's like, <laughs> is this really happening? Jeez. Sure. Yeah. It's so cool. It, it's nice to know that it like comes that it can come back around to you. It's, I feel like I've always been uh, uh, confused about this fan mail actually. Uh, actually get to the person or is some uh, guy in an office uh, writing form letters back and says to hear it can uh, can make it, it to it you it can make it yeah it's the there's a high volume you know um but we when we're there we get to read them and, and that's great. why you just have a rubber stamp made up that just says best of luck in your future endeavors and you just stamp a headshot and <laughs> i should set out the bulk media mail and <laughs> i should well like when andy mac first came on i did try to you know reach out to fans and send pictures and stuff like that you know because it's like oh i could and then just it was like oh okay i won't be able to keep up uh, mm. with this because it's just it's one one bit operation here guys like, well, yeah. <laughs> you also have to uh, uh, work you have yeah, to like, do the show yeah, I, don't, I don't have and like sleep you know, and eat and uh, yeah. assistance or whatever yeah. you know they're not going to let you write letters back in the shots you have to do the things the scene requires yeah exactly <laughs> that's why that's why sometimes people get paper cranes or like a stew or whatever Bex is making that day <laughs> you know like I gotta, I gotta you get gotta my responses out where where I can, <laughs> you don't have an assistant, but you have a very uh, uh, imposing bodyguard standing behind you who keeps really giving me a look. <laughs> he looks really mad at me. Uh, I'm nervous you acknowledged him. Yeah, they come with me everywhere. Um, so that's not true. So, Mike, for my, I had a question this whole time. So, uh, which was this at all at Grand Californian, the Fan Fest? Was that the hotel? Where was all the? Where were the questions being asked, or was it in the park? Um, the the panel was uh, in California Adventure. Oh, it was okay. So yeah. it was probably in that big area by the Monsters Inc. ride. I'm assuming stage stage twelve. Yeah, that's where. Think, it, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. The former uh, who wants to oh, be a yes, millionaire. Yes, play it. of course. <laughs> I know there that. There used to be a hu- who think. wants to be a millionaire in that stage. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Mm-hmm. Or was it also All maybe right. where the Tron Arcade was? Because that was in a big, like, open space. Oh, that was really well done. Did you ever see the Tron Arcade? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. that was great. They did a Very good job cool. there. Well, Flex followed spaces. history. Flex spaces. Wait, Tron, Tron is the game where you sit in. It's a two-person, um, and, you, and you sit in it. And it's No, a, I'm uh, sorry. Movie. I'm thinking of T-Mech, guys. <laughs> um all right. is there, is there a specific, well, there is a specific Tron game that was based on the movie. I've, I've seen the movie, but yeah. but I just confused uh, 
You T one of your two arcade four letter favorites. T word. Oh, gotcha. Arcade. <laughs> they they yeah they made a replica of the arcade that they like. Understood. In both. Right. Oh, that's that, really uh, cool. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. All right. And then they had like uh, an electronic before, dance show. As yeah, well. they had like a the whole area looked like the the wow. world of Tron for a little while. So there. yeah, when there's the Andy Mac. Uh, rave, then you'll know <laughs> when it's a permanent fixture in the parks. That's when you'll know it. <laughs> it's a themed rave <laughs> with a show Andy back the, yeah. uh, <laughs> You gotta be in bed by nine. So once all that stuff was then out of the way, did you guys get to just do whatever you wanted at the parks? Like, how did it work? Were we you did. escorted around at that point? Or did mm-hmm. they say, have at it, do whatever you want? Um. <clears throat> Uh, we uh, we stuck with the guides, okay. um, but it was you know a lot. We did we got a lot done that day. You know we did promos for different things. You know we uh, uh, we took pictures with like Jesse and Woody and uh, and Mike and Sully and stuff like that. And so we had a lot of things to go to. So I was excited to hit the rides after, but it, like I said before, I'm, I don't have the same kind of boundless energy is my younger (laughs) co-stars um so i went on like five rides and i was like i gotta go home (laughs) each one i like i felt like a little bit more like sick than the the last one (laughs) oh my gosh i was like but i kept wanting to go because like a it's disneyland you have to and um b like i've got like my mother's mentality you know where it's like oh you can't just waste (laughs) you have to both my parents actually have that in different ways like my mom just kind of has that like you know you you just can't waste money you know and then my dad is just like a disneyland fanatic he is he oh yeah it was so cool last year going on thanksgiving uh, the thanksgiving holiday because it was my first time going with a guide and i took my dad and my little brother and his girlfriend and uh, I like we were exchanging emails and my and it's like, yeah, we can decide when we want to be there. And, and my dad's email back was so intense. It was like, we will get there um, right before the park opens. We will go on all the rides. I would like the park hopper tickets and we will leave at midnight. <laughs> Rope wow. drop to midnight, baby. That's how you do it. Uh, e- even we weren't able to to stay until midnight. At a certain point, we're like, okay, I think it's time to go now. Wow. So you can't keep up with either generation on either side of you, younger um, or older. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that like if you're the way we did it when we were kids, it was like we didn't have the luxury of a guide, you know. Yeah, um, and so the times in between are actually important when you're waiting to get on a ride because your body is at a state of rest you know (laughs) like (laughs) but a guide gives you those like special powers where you can fast pass it and and uh, you know uh you can you know do so many more rides and uh like it's you don't realize that like you know you just put your body on like like a machine going like you know 100 miles an hour or whatever and then you and then it's like okay now this one you spin around and then this one you just go like loop-de-loop and then there's colors and lights coming at you from all directions every single ride you know we did the entire california adventure park before 11 a.m oh yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) and so it's just like we just we were going at a, a much higher uh uh, pace. Sure. This, that's also on top of like, I mean, if you go to a park all day, especially in Southern California, it's 
probably going to be sunny all day. Mm-hmm. Like, so you spend a lot of time in the sun, yeah. which can be tiring. Yes. And then the sun goes down and uh, it gets cold at night a lot of the year in California. Yes. So that you have that beating against your uh, potentially sunburned skin. <laughs> uh, so I find, I find Florida, like I can go for a lot longer in Florida. I mean, I guess it's also like vacation. But mode, it's the you're going back to the most a, humid. Yeah, I, I love the heat. Yeah, I love it. That's insanity. I love to sweat it out. But like, I hate, I, I don't like the cold nights you here. prefer humidity and hurricanes? Oh, I love the humidity. Yeah, I love it. I'll, I will take a humid night over like a cold night in Anaheim. But it's so it can get. I was we were there in like September last year, and it was a press. It was ninety degrees. The heat was unbearable, and it was also humid. Like that's it was a, that's a oh, crazy I love climate. Humid. I like humid too. I'm just saying to to prefer one drastically over the other. Mm. I think is it's just it's pure insanity. Jason, I think you just gave me more empathy of uh, what it's like to not have my. Um, pigment of skin <laughs> you know because i would oh, never yeah. <laughs> i would never think of like the the factor in oh well we're gonna be in the sun and then the night will beat down on your your skin you know like as like well, a, as, that's, like that's uh, my fine irish heritage <laughs> that's why uh the people made to uh uh drink whiskey and then die from lack of potatoes uh so not exactly the most evolutionary advanced uh people <laughs> uh, and run from the British, like hide from the hey, British, or y'all fight have the survived famines galore. You yes. know, well, sure, like that's. Yeah. I, I would say that you're evolutionarily strong. So that young Jason can Mike is like eat one, all Mike the is treats. stuck because he's got like five jokes at once. <laughs> yeah, it's too much, too much clogging the too pipe. Much. I'm just saying, I've been with you to Disneyland many, many, many times, and there's never been a scenario where by six o'clock you're beat red and like you have a crazy cartoonish sunburn. I think I just find it night, more draining. I'm also pretty diligent about sunscreen. And I have the place I'm at parks. I you are drained. What's the problem? I will say this. <laughs> I've seen you drained every place in Los Angeles except Disneyland. That's the only time I, mean, I don't think magic. you're exhausted. You've fallen asleep on my couch in various apartments over the years. <laughs> but Disneyland, you are wide awake. I've told other people this is your place. This is the place where you, you will see this man at his most alive. <laughs> we I mean, that is accurate, too. We edit out the moment in every podcast where you're like, uh, sorry, guys, I need a break. Sunburn. (laughs) 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 Nap time for me. Uh, You you can stay awake. All I'm saying, I'm giving you credit. You could do a 16-hour Disney day. I can do a 16 hour. I'm not sure about Scott. Scott, I think, is (laughs) the one who who likes to... Because Scott will generally be like, I'm coming down. Uh, we're gonna go on one ride and then we're gonna leave. We're gonna eat dinner, then we're gonna leave. What? Yeah, when we've hung, what? yeah, it's usually yeah, we join you for one or two things, hang yes. out at the Carthay Circle Lounge for a while. We have like That's a me two and the co- wife's speed. We have two cocktails. Scott goes on a ride oh before that. He goes on a ride Great. after, and then they go home, and then we, we're, Lindsay and I, stay. That's the way to do it. You know, I don't want to like jump ahead in the order, but this is a perfect segue into uh, to the today's ride topic because. The Little Mermaid ride is a perfect ride for that. If I just want to go have a couple drinks and take take some nice photos by the by the old sun wheel and walk <laughs> around and like, all right, solid three hours. Uh, uh, the Little Mermaid is a perfect one to uh, that's you know that reliably 
doesn't have a line or it's a very fast line if 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 the park is clearly uh, jammed to the brim i know i can at least get on the little we mermaid. are we are talking about california adventure yes okay yes. Good, yeah, good, yeah. Good, good, good. because that's okay. the one you can you can drink yes. at yes oh yeah. mm-hmm, i yeah. see mm-hmm. yeah uh, sometimes I'll go down just for like you know two glasses of white wine purposes. Oh <laughs> it's great. No one should be upset about <laughs> this. A gas. This I'm, is the way to do it. I just, have had some of the best uh, days it, and nights of my life just, having two glasses of white wine and then leaving. Uh, oh my goodness! It's, <laughs> I can't deal. <laughs> That's the nice thing about Look, having I a know pass. Sixteen hours where you fit in everything uh, you sounds have to good do too. Everything but. like oh my. Like, well, when I was a kid, I would I would force my. I was definitely. Would yeah. you call it a a ropes to uh, oh rope drop to like clo- rope, park clothes? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wore out my parents. I was definitely that way as a kid, like an exhausted. And then like mid midnight is technically the closing, but I you can still kind of dilly dally in main yes. street for a while yeah. i would do all the way from 8 a.m to to one so i i've uh, done my my time in, in uh, the exhaustive <laughs> manner but if man you, uh, to, uh, these days oh boy if you linger long enough you can see the kiss good night leland you know about the kiss good night i don't know about the kiss this sounds like, with you, with you, this Mike, sounds like a phrase uh, i would make up the, um uh, when we saw the uh, Maester Electrical Parade, didn't we see all the characters? Uh, yes. Wait, 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 but that's a different thing than what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yes. it is. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. What's the Kiss Goodnight? Uh, it's, it's shortly after official park closed, the castle like twinkles and an announcement comes on and it says like, Disneyland has concluded its operational day. Like, you know, we hope you had a magical time. And magical get home use safely. of the word like, operational. Uh, they make- uh, but it's just like a little light twinkling. They, they make the kiss a good night. They make a lot more of it in Florida. They do a lot more of the kiss good night, and they play it like over and every fifteen minutes after the park closes. Basically, I think I don't know the actual number. People are yelling now at their at well. their uh, phones. Uh, wait, what is the kiss good night? I I don't. It's a phrase that Walt used that would say like it's a little like a nice little thing to say goodbye to everybody at the end oh, of the night. Oh, okay, that refers kind of little, to the recording of like oh thank you. yeah, and a little light light. Yeah, but there's no, the castle. there's no kiss. No, kiss. no one gets kissed. No, no that one comes would be out illegal. and kisses you. <laughs> Every guest, Jason, line up. When Jason is mayor, he will put, he will make that a law at Disneyland. Um, but until then, Pucker up everyone. Come give Jason a kissy. Come give Jason the is like a, a is like Richard Dawson, just standing outside the uh, at the exit gate, and you have to kiss him on the way out. That's a, for the younger folks. That's an that's a very old reference to a host of the Family Feud who like to kiss all the contestants. I mean, it was more okay then than it is today. Oh yeah, no, he would not. I don't think anyone liked doing it back then, but especially today, that would not that would not fly. Mm-hmm. Steve Harvey's not Steve kissing Harvey's all not the guests. Doing that. Um, <laughs> don't get a little mustache brush <laughs> if you're a yeah. guest on the show. So, Little Mermaid ride. Um, yeah, yeah. Ariel's undersea adventure, but um, in Florida, it is called Under the Sea Journey of the Little Mermaid. <laughs> And there's also a live show which is called Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Yes, there's a lot of Little Mermaid title confusion going on across these parks. But it would, you just end up calling it the Little Mermaid ride, right? I just yeah. what is the why call it two different things in uh, Disneyland? Disney it's World? confusing because I, the ride is I almost they're all, almost identical. I was I've been on both of them in the last few months, uh, so <laughs> and you will is, again. Yeah, it's just the exterior is really the queue and the exterior is the difference. Um, out here, it's in a repurposed 
Golden Dream, which was the old Whoopi Goldberg film. Uh, they repurposed the building, which is an old piece of California like architecture. It's the palace of the fine arts in San Francisco. Right. When there were a lot of like many recreations of California things mm-hmm. in California Adventure. Wow. They the re- trivia. Yeah. We're, well, <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're throwing that. Yeah. Uh, um. If you want to like just shout nerd or like like push us or something, you can. Or leave. No, forever. I'm gentle in heart. That's I know that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Leland's bodyguards, who I've learned are named Brick and Mortar, are making her a sandwich now. Brick and Mortar. <laughs> 1920s goons from they your They are dreams. seven feet tall. Friends of Bugsy. <laughs> uh, uh, so, and then the, the the line outside in Florida, the the outside is is more like rock. Because it's well, more okay. of a, a theme. What you're, yeah, like what a you're saying that, It's like yes. the cave of one... The, not the cave of wonders, not, that's Latin, but the, the, what is, the cave with all her It's sort of like the, the... Where does Ariel live? Castle the, from the movie. Oh, right? it's a castle. Yeah, it's there's, sort a ca- of like, there's like a castle... This yeah. is this picture's pretty small, but it looks like okay. here are the two back to back. Oh, yeah, they're very different, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're saying in one, you Ariel is inside of Ariel's castle and in another one ariel is inside of a concert venue in san francisco <laughs> i am saying that and yeah so but though I, I like the um the california bears that's no slam on that i think it's i think it's kind of fun that they weaved that into that space and left that kind of that dome and that big, yeah uh, it's a nice glass little, walls it's a it. nice piece of architecture it's kind of cool looking i mean i yep. think i probably prefer the one that seems like you're more like by the sea Yes, that would make more sense <laughs> to be like, oh, I'm going under the sea now. I mean, the Florida I never one never is... judge the outside of a ride. Oh my god, that you're on the wrong podcast. Insane to me. <laughs> the ride is about the ride. The ride starts. The ride starts from looking at the outside of the ride and then going through the queue because your experience should start there. It's well, like the Indiana Jones ride. That's a whole part. I guess of you're it. right, and it is really important to have a good line experience because you will be in it and stuff like that. I think my favorite is. Um, probably uh, Space Mountain because it's cool yes, in yeah. there. It's like cool and there's like machines just going <laughs> you know like and, <laughs> Yeah um, I think it's a little bit of a bummer that they like I don't know why this changed but I think you, you used to like kind of do the ride do the line all the way inside Space Mountain and maybe it's a capacity issue mm-hmm. but now they kind of rush you through all those tunnels which would be fun to hang out in there as opposed well, to on that like ba- that deck for a long time right uh, it's like Indiana Jones too do you do you mean in general or like when you have a guide or in, no, no like no. if you go anytime you go on Space Mountain in Disneyland yeah. like you get once you get in the actual building you like r- rush through all that in, interior stuff pretty they like have all a the lot of outside line space mm. now mm. yeah oh yeah. i see and then uh-huh. let in like groups of a couple oh, dozen i know what you're talking about okay yeah, 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 yeah but i, I hear like you. to but hang out nice in those tunnels in for there, yeah yeah there used to be like like more lax codes i think like for having like fire codes i think where you could like because the Indiana Jones ride and the Space Mountain, they're like pretty narrow and they probably don't want to pack people in a place where if there was a fire, it would be hard to get them all out. That totally makes sense. So in the old days, no one cared about that. And it was fun because you just get kind of trapped in these fun little lines. But now it's like you got to sit mostly outside and then they kind of rush you through the cool line. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. But, do you have a lot of capacity complaints <laughs> like we do? <laughs> no, I just think it's like even then, like being in the line, that's still the experience of the ride. You guys are talking about straight up the like architecture. The oh yeah. Oh sure. <laughs> well, sure. but I'm a fan of architecture in general and I okay. like when it's a cool looking Space Mountain building. Yeah. It's a cool fine. looking building. And it makes sense that it looks like a cool spaceship thing. You know, you know it's a good example of this issue is that uh, It's a Small World in Disneyland is that grand 60s pop oh, art yeah, exterior. So and then in beautiful. Disney World, it's just kind of jammed into like a storefront and you don't really yes. get oh, all that. Oh, I hear you. And it sort of makes, even though it's almost the same ride, it yeah. makes it like a little less of a magical full, or whatever. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, magical uh-huh. experience. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so it's it's a the, the, it's underwhelming of a line. I guess we're starting in the line here, but for Little Mermaid oh, no, in California, I'm not even saying that necessarily. I, I kinda, I'm saying it. Oh, you are. Oh, well, yeah, you've yeah, done yeah. The Florida one, which I have. The Florida one is just a little better. Is all I'm all saying. that rock oh. work and everything. Rock work is. Nice. We love fake rocks on this program. We love. <laughs> that's one of the things we all agree on. We love yeah. fake rocks. That's a Disney. Disney's that's a really tradition. good at oh making fake rocks. Oh my gosh! I want so badly see. for you to find a fake rock company to sponsor you. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, we what love a, that. What a match. Like, what other thing is going to seek out a company of fake rocks to be like, we want to promote your fake rocks? Yeah. This could be. However, the, the, like, who out there listening to this podcast has a need for and the money for a lot of fake rock work? Yeah. That's, I, I mean, I wish I if did. you build it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think you, you will be pleasantly it, surprised. We have a couple, like, very rich listeners that like have a lot of room to make f- like fake rocks and stuff Doesn't like a fake mesa rich maybe it's just like you know what everybody's got something that they want to invest in it's like i think it would be cool to have fake rocks in my living room or whatever like <laughs> okay i don't know I'm just the first here. thing i would do if i had a like a crazy backyard is like fake rock work water slide oh I yeah want like oh, a, i want fun. a yes. disney level See? water slide there yeah. we go but i can't it's beyond that i would need like some more money to have that i would need yeah. tens of millions more dollars to have that i, I think. Would, not real rocks they're fake rocks guys <laughs> sure, you can afford but fake somebody rocks. has to design them and mold it these are these are uh, well, I think artists I, and technicians i think you could figure it out I mike and i were to. at the I really park want to. a few weeks ago and we were like looking at the star wars land progress and we're like, wow, fake rocks looking real good. <laughs> rocks. <laughs> yeah, we're we, really good at these rocks. We love looking at the rocks and progress. The because right now you can see sort of like that uh, inside the steel before they put the fake rocks out on the new Star Wars land because they're building it. Um, we love literally yawning. Fake rocks. <laughs> this is describing to you. Elon, I, I held my mic away. So I'm not saying one it. caused the other, <laughs> but it's not. It might not be unrelated. <laughs> I would want like we're gonna get in the car after this and drive down to Glendale, down to the Flower Street campus, and you're gonna meet some of the extended Disney family, some of your extended family members in the Imagineering department, and they'll tell you all about fake rocks all day long. You know what? We're throwing the topic out. It's fake rocks for the rest of this podcast. (laughs) Change of plan. Change of plan. Sorry, Elon. It's fake rocks from here on out. (laughs) I've been duped. Yes. It's an ambush. Jump in if you want, but we'll be talking anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so good fake rocks. So good fake rocks in Florida. in Florida. That's basically what I'm saying. Good but, job. Uh, uh, here in in uh, Anaheim, there is uh, a lovely giant painting inside. 
That's uh, true. Uh, there is a the giant queue. painting. There's a giant painting. I watched a, a panel from D23 a few, a number of years ago oh, about uh-huh. making this ride. And like someone, they like paint it. That, it's like it was a giant canvas like th- that it was painted and like had an insane no- they were talking about how like the guy who was painting it had like a brush with a single hair on it to like do what? the eyebrows of this oh painting God. like a that's how labor intensive <laughs> it, it that was that sounds like the lore of a disney movie yes. like where yeah. it's like get the brush with a single hair and then you can find true love <laughs> well, that's a, <laughs> like, it's, it's an artifact that ariel would find and yes. treasure and keep True that. Um, yeah. we've been, you know, we're talking about uh, uh, murals and rock work, and so we haven't asked you why you chose this. What is your uh, relationship with the ride or with the Little Mermaid well, uh, in general? Um, it's the reason why I chose this one is because it snuck up on me as far as how, how I would feel about it. Uh, I went last year uh, with my dad and my little brother and his girlfriend. And uh, it was one of the first rides we did of the day. So it's like, we're all coffeeed up. It's like 8.30 <laughs> or something like that. I'm just like, I'm still trying to, you know, manage it. Like I, I have a, a thing when I'm with my family, I want to herd them and I want to feel like I'm the person, like I want to be the guy, <laughs> right. you know? And so like, I'm just like, is everybody good? Is everybody, you know, like have has gone to the bathroom, hungry, whatever. And so like, I'm distracted. This is one of the first rides we go on of the day. There's like no line. Yeah. Uh, and uh, like you said, cause it's no line. Yeah. Um, and we get it. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, we can just like knock this one off. Like it's also, you know, my family has like a checklist mentality yes. when we go to the park. It's like we got to do them all like Pokemon. Um, uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> got to do them all. The Pokemon phrase. <laughs> great. Uh, you get it. Um, and like a third of the way into this ride, I just start sobbing (laughs) like it was and i think what really made it so effective is that i feel like a lot of the rides are usually like a take on the movie you know so it's like uh you know it's like oh remember this from cars you know it's the it's the cool uh like low rider station you know mm-hmm. but they give you something new mm-hmm. and i think that's that's important you know but what's special about the little mermaid ride is they don't give you anything new it's just straight up the scenes from the movie it's the actual lyrics um it's uh it's it's real voices the, and, yeah it's the real voices i think so, at least in the cases of any of if it's them singing if it's yeah. uh, uh oh, solar yeah. area it's the real recordings and and so it was like living a movie you know it was it was like being a child again watching little mermaid and it's three dimension you can look wherever and, you want and yeah and so it was just like it was layered because it was like that movie i watched all the time as a kid and you know i was at disneyland with my family mm-hmm. and which you know brings back those childhood memories too and it was like just us on this ride and it was like our own personal ride because there was no line and stuff like that and i'm like it's beautiful like i was just like and then i like pulled myself together and it did not have the same effect on my family like cool let's do 
<laughs> California screaming. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's do a real ride. Um, but, but they probably like I probably the ages line up where you were like you were super young and indelible, and that must have been your movie. I think like it was my movie. Probably yeah. all of us to some extent it was one of the first ones we were oh, yeah. aware of or had been. Yeah. Of. So if they don't have the same, if that movie Little Mermaid doesn't have the same pull, maybe yeah, it's not yeah, it wasn't like my dad's childhood movie or my brother's. You sure, know, sure. yeah, you're right. It was my special movie that I watched again and again as a as a tiny tot. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's inter- I mean, it's funnier and you uh, describe that and it has that effect on you uh, even as an adult because I, I imagine like that like I, I think it's neat and I like going on it. It's but it's not I. I I, I'm, I'm always thinking like uh, when you when it spins you around and you see Ariel for the first time, probably young girls must be so like heart drained. Yeah, by it. and it's I, nice to hear that is the case. Oh, it's it was so true, and I didn't even see it coming. I was like, oh, we're just having fun as a family. Does everybody has everybody gone to the bathroom? <laughs> and just, and it caught me. Was there a specific show scene, or was it just sort of all of it? Mm, once, well, you kind know of how bad I am with specifics. Sure, I mean, but it was like not Ursula at the like stealing the voice. That would be, <laughs> and you're like, oh, it was no, Ursula. Only Ursula. I just want that power. <laughs> <laughs> was it Flotsam and Jetsam? Uh, what was um, my best friend? Was it under Flotsam. the sea? It was under the sea. I yeah. think. Uh-huh. I, I think it was. It had to be under the sea. Because that's that's where the whole party is. Everybody's there. Yes. It's like a family. The under the sea is the family reunion of the Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, interesting. You know, everybody shows up. Right. Uh, you know. The flute plays the lute. Yeah. The car- and the car <laughs> plays, plays the harp. Wow. <laughs> and uh, the fish blow. <laughs> uh, uh, one thing again, uh, uh, listening to Imagine the panel with the Imagineers talking about building this ride. I mean, they they encountered. A thing that like a lot of ride designers encounter when they're basing a ride on a movie, it's like, how do you condense an hour and a half, two hours into a three minute experience? And with this one, uh, uh, they said, well, we figured out, we just built it around the songs. Like we built, essentially built it around the set piece because Little Mermaid was the first in like, I mean, it was the first of like the big Disney animation revival in the late 80s and early 90s with like Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, kind of all in a mm-hmm. row. And a lot of those kind of have like a Broadway musical sort of structure. So that's why like you see mm-hmm. Under the Sea and Part of Their World and Kiss the Girl. One thing that I always laugh at in this ride, because some, sometimes you to like condense a whole movie into a ride there's some stuff that's gotta go which in this one there's no song for the let's kill Ursula at the end sequence <laughs> so that's why she just kind of like at towards the end of the ride she's just like sinking in the background like there's she's no like fight scene in the, ride. in the shadows yeah. I think her that... death has occurred off screen or we're watching her demise in progress I guess yeah she's that... It's, that, it's it's weird. I mean, that's yeah. the one. I think the first time anybody goes on it, generally, I, I, they go, "Wait, what?" There's a there's a <laughs> like it skipped a scene. It skips a scene because because the because the ride is so literally the story. It I feel like everyone expects like we're gonna watch a giant Ursula get stabbed by the mast of a ship, and it but doesn't happen. But it's yeah, a, little a little dark graphic, yeah. But yeah. you could still have like 
a giant Ursula somewhere in a ship sort of like coming at her so you don't have to actually show an impaling on a ride. Or That's do the classic, true. there's some sort of um, strobe the way the uh, witch dies right the witch dies at the end of white. Snow White ride oh yeah it's that's true but we don't see the the old woman's corpse hit the ground or anything <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> oh my gosh I mean I don't know do you think if like if they just didn't have any Ursula in it like at the end like would it kind of make the ride feel not as whole like I feel like the struggle is like you gotta like like the whole tension and stakes is like you gotta get kissed before you become a little sea urch- urchin guy <laughs> you know yeah. um, and so it's like that's the whole thing and so once you do it it's, it's and like we don't we don't well I guess we see them kiss at the very end that's when they kiss in the movie they're pre- they presumably are in the in the in the they kiss the girl sequence are they like leaning in for a they kiss lean they lean in, in yeah, but they, they don't, don't kiss because yeah. Watson and Jepsen uh, top top of the little boat oh that's right oh yeah. I have so they don't kiss that's the, the name scene. of the eels Watson and Jetson Watson and Jetson mm-hmm. yes. yeah All uh, good alternate names for your bodyguards <laughs> they ever feel like I guys like they ever feel like changing, uh, <laughs> changing um, names. don't like that they got <laughs> they are somehow just like the actual eels don't, yeah. don't make eye contact it makes them angry guys um little the, mer- well also though uh, characters animatronics kissing is a, a hard thing to do. Does, <laughs> does that occur in any ride oh that's a good question are there any rides where animatronics Animatronic kiss would be as awkward as the mark twain handshake. there's gotta be there's people again yelling at the a podcast right now because they know the answer to all this. All the dwarfs kiss, remember? <laughs> all seven at one time. <laughs> Snow White makes them kiss <laughs> for a reason. All I can think of is uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean chasing, which is like... No, not, that's not kissing. They're trying kissing. to get a kiss. Yeah. 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 Um, in pursuit. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll f- see if there's kissing. I'm, yeah, um, there with be. Little Mermaid, yeah, every, I think uh, everyone has this... Um, not every but most people have an affection for little mermaid because as jason was saying it's like disney got good again Mm -hmm. and -hmm. i mean we were all little at the time too um so those those few movies uh, we were talking about like the songs too like is part of your world probably like the best song of those move of lion king aladdin beauty and the beast oh i don't know it might resonate the most i feel like people always say that's their favorite i feel like well, I don't know if I'd say the best, but I think it's a very crucial song in the, really the revival of animation at Disney in general, because that is the heart of Ariel and the character yes. in the story. And it's uh, and kind of, a you know, the, uh, the the character singing about what, what they want, which is in, some variant is in that yeah. in most of those movies you just described. Right. And it's just such a soaring uh, uh, and, and supposedly, isn't there some lore that Eisner wanted to cut it? Oh, I've never heard that. I think this is addressed in some documentary. Ooh, rumors. Um, which and that they they had to plead. They had to say, "How could you rip the heart <laughs> yeah. out of this film?" We can't. he's like, "It's boring. It's not testing well." He like no! really just calculatingly. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm not uh, throwing him under the bus, but I feel like that is a, a, a true story. I don't know how seriously it was considered. Oh, so man, strange. I'm you, so glad that you that. call it the best. Katzenberg tried to cut it. Katzenberg. 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 Oh man. Try apologize to. Michael Eisner, Scott, officially apologize to Michael Eisner. Apologies to Michael and apologies to Breck, his son, who we would love to have. We want all the Eisners on the podcast to talk about all the rides that he inspired. Um, It's such a like it's such a huge uh, want song, right? That's the Broadway term. 
a one oh, song right. is like a big part of a lot of musicals. Yes. Yeah, and um, every Disney movie has that one. Like Mulan, Mulan has the reflection song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Adal- Aladdin has the street rat song. Beauty and, and the Beast, the uh, I Want Adventure in the Great White. Mm-hmm. So that zone of that. Which yes. is a very, a, a, the very like... Um, Sound of music, kind oh, of. Oh, so yes. sound of music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, does does Lion King have one? He's gonna be a king. I'm yeah. gonna be a mighty just king. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's just one. It doesn't always have that's, to be. That's a... his literal want. Like <laughs> out of all the songs, that's the most. That's one. It's like this is what I want. The title explains the desire. I was just thinking because often these songs are like these like kind slower of stirring ballads. melancholy. But right. I guess in that case, it's a yeah. Fun one. The Mrs. Pot song from Beauty and the What is that called? <laughs> what Mrs. Pot sings the. I was trying to think. I was thinking more about part of your world being like a very emotional uh, uh, song in terms of like can you feel the love tonight oh, or you're thinking of Tale as Old as Time that's the Beauty love Beast. song time Beauty and Beast. Beast. Yeah. she doesn't have a want song about wanting to pour tea out of her nose no no that's like the can you feel the love tonight yeah, that's yeah. Right, the kiss right. the girl you know the, yeah. that's what that um that song plays in the Mrs. Potts has no wants of her own (laughs) (laughs) whatever you want dearie (laughs) she's just happy to be there I just want Chip to move out I don't want him to (laughs) still when he's an adult I mean when he's of age appropriate I just don't want him crashing in the basement of the castle for too long find a girlfriend just meet a nice girl a nice cup girl but didn't uh, part nice of your world is <laughs> part of your world did like is the if it's the first one of those what became a trope by yes. the time uh, because much more like uh, uh, calculatingly that song exists in like Hunchback um, uh, or and just around the river bend is good but we're starting to get people are a little less moved by these these yeah. want songs and then which takes you into the South Park. Um, uh, uh, what's it called? Bigger, longer, uncut. Which has yeah. the, the devil's want song. By oh, the time right, they right. were doing that movie, it was like a such a trope that there is the want song. I don't know if that takes us into stuff. Takes that that leads us a right hard into, turn, Scott. I, why me? Like you know, by the, you know how like Little Mermaid takes us to Lion King. That takes us to Pocahontas. You know, and then we go to South Park. Naturally, takes us into bigger, longer, uncut. <laughs> well, that is interesting because there was a Terrence and Philip cameo in this ride originally. No, <laughs> <laughs> my mom mind wouldn't make it past that piece of trivia of that, which, like, that's too much well there is hey, we're gonna get to <laughs> we're gonna i mean i guess we'll get to the it girl, now buddy? there is stop that <laughs> you creeped out by that it's too weird. what's that crab doing buddy stop that <laughs> now we know you're scared of terrence and Philip. yeah it's just the, the combination is just Creepy, creepy. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. The uh, that I was gonna say though. The qu- we'll quickly uh, we'll go back to this topic, but the the cameo on this ride, which might be my favorite part of this ride. What I don't know. Do oh, we not yeah. know this? So it's only I believe in California. But if when you're on the ride in the under the sea room, if you look kind of behind your clamshell because it's pointing to more toward the action. If you look toward the end as you're exiting, the the incredible Mister Limpet. The fish, the Don Knotts fish character from the old movie yeah. is in shadow. What? He's not a Disney character. He's a oh. Warner Brothers He's character. He's a Warner Brothers character, and he is hidden on the ride. 
and I look for him every time. I'm delighted by this bizarre <laughs> choice to put him on there. How's this never come up? You've never, I didn't. You've never seen Limpet? I don't think we've talked about this. Yeah, We've been on this ride, I think, at the same time. And I'm surprised I wasn't just talking about Mr. Limpet the whole time. Yelling back out of your. Scott, there he is. Look, <laughs> Mr. Limpet. <laughs> look at him. Kids, kids cheering for an old Don Knotts movie. Oh, Mr. Limpet on, uh, here, I'll find a picture of it. Yeah. On the, yeah so that is such a cool Easter egg. I have not heard why they did it he's a fish i guess is all you need to know and yeah. there's probably Are a there, fan uh, and the, he's the only like uh well, here like, he is whoa mr limpet jeez bizarre that's a picture that's so fun it's my he's favorite just thing accurate Watch. enough but also copyright free enough yeah like, i guess <laughs> and he's just kind of peeking out <laughs> wow. he doesn't move or anything isn't now there's some weird thing uh, uh, that our buddy Andrew Grissom talks about, where they it, there was like an there's artwork you can find of a Mr. Limpet remake with uh, Jim Carrey. Is that correct? Someone else? That where like you can see right. a fishified modern <laughs> actor, and it's very terrifying. Like like nightmare concept art that makes you glad there was no film mm-hmm. um does that ring a bell though is that yeah uh, I think uh, it's, this is what don knotts this is the movie <laughs> don knotts the fish, the fish looks like him a little oh, it's weird. <laughs> so yeah that's another very timely reference neat don that's knotts. a cool little trivia oh, um right yeah there. so that's that's very and fun. that's the only like <laughs> fish out of water on the ride <laughs> Ooh. Uh, as but, far as i know i mean i haven't seen there's no like secret uh apple dumpling gang animatronic <laughs> the other don knots Di- disney movie what, yeah what other yeah, famous fife. cartoon fish barney are there? fife i mean it's, uh, yeah there should just be more don knots animatronics on this ride i think fish police arresting ursula <laughs> <laughs> oh wait oh now i forget i you know what as part of this i was recalling that there was a Little Mermaid animated series. Yes, yes. there was an animated series you, where she had like a that? buddy. I, I didn't did. watch it. I don't know. Maybe was it on, on Disney Channel? It, it was. Um, Not it sure. It might have been syndicated, and it was like it was kind of like the movie never happened. Like Ariel yeah, was she's a, mermaid. Just a mermaid. She yeah. has a, a a buddy. Like I forget the guy's name, but they, she had a friend who was like a, a another kid. Flounder and and uh, they're all in it. I think she's got a little orca friend too. I'm I'm looking it up as fast as I can, but I think there were like fish police esque elements in the show. Like there, oh, there, yeah, there's a (laughs) a race of shark like merfolk uh, who are like uh, mean and like and shady like sharks, and they're called the Sharkanians. Wow, really? That's the it's something you didn't know about Little Mermaid World, the Sharkanians. And there's another there's another like mobster group. I'll I'll interject if I find it. And then one the other bizarre th- oh there's a lot the lobster mobster. So there's a lot of crossover between the odd failed show Fish Police and the Little Mermaid animated wow. show. There's there's an underworld that Triton has to deal with. You think Triton's just like a king in theory, no. but he's got to like cut deals with the, the under like Tony, the sea underworld. Like, Tony Soprano, uh, Tony or Soprano meets <laughs> Commissioner <the> Gordon. Like he's <laughs> he's keeping the keeping the sea together. I uh, mean, that was in the era of like you know these big tentpole Disney movies would come out, and the sequels would either be TV shows or like direct 
to videotape, like the the return of Jafar, yes, uh, yeah. uh, Aladdin movie. They weren't valuing these things as yeah. as many multi sequel. I, I think mm. Toy Story two was probably what what broke it, which itself yeah. was going to be straight to video, right? Yes, until they bought and, Pixar and retooled. Everything. Um, the other thing I want to say about the show is that there is an episode where um, uh, Ariel meets a a young author. Uh, who she comes to know is Hans Christian Andersen. <laughs> she saves him, and he's looking for inspiration for a book. And boy, does he find it with what? the Little Mermaid! And he writes the book and becomes the author we know and love today. And Hans Christian Andersen is voiced by um, uh, Mark Hamill. Wow, uh, that is incredibly meta. <laughs> that yeah, is very weird. And then there was a Tarzan, and that's cool because it's like that's the beginning of the marriage of Star Wars and Disney. Yes, this is the <laughs> yeah actually canonically the that's the, where the, it that's the juncture point. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's where it really started. the tale begins with. But then there was also a Tarzan. Uh, animated series where they did the same plot with Edgar Rice Burroughs. Oh, really? Where he meets Tarzan wow. and inspires. So, and this this all this is all like what we talked about just recently with the uh, um, you know chubby checker learning the <laughs> twist from uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, from the quantum leap guy. Right, white guys teaching black guys that uh, about their famous thing basically. Yeah. But in this case, <laughs> like in Back to the Future, it's that authors mm. have Marty no McF- ideas. And yes. they steal them from uh, accidental run-ins when they get lost in the jungle or the sea. Um, uh, just real here? quick, here is the concept art of what the Jim Carrey fish was going to look like. That is terrifying. It's, no, no, no. Oh. That's a no-go. Oh, right God. There. Oh, yeah. wow. It's a... Uh, are you going to say you like this, like the baby Grinch? Hold on, let Grinch? me see it again, and maybe I like it. <laughs> it does look like let the baby Grinch. Uh, um, let me see it. You, do, do you put these pictures, like, up when this... Yes, we'll show yeah, the we'll put it pictures. Yeah. Twitter, cool. Instagram. Um, I Check still, it out for terror. <laughs> I still like baby Grinch. I like baby Grinch more than this. Okay. Because baby Grinch from the movie, the Grinch, the Jim Carrey Grinch movie, I, he is a little scary, but he's. I like him. He's cute, and okay. uh, I think I'm not alone, is what I'm saying. Also, you know, if they had made that movie, Jim Carrey would have gone really method. Like, he would have insisted in floating in a pool all day. If he got out of the pool, he'd be like, I can't breathe in air. Is that that something that Jim Carrey does? Is he a method actor? Well, kind of on the man on the moon. I think on the man on the moon. Well, that's different Mm -hmm. because, like, Andy Kaufman was such a... He was. It was a level of commitment. To yeah. yeah. But you're level. saying he wouldn't have gone. He would have committed to full limpet. <laughs> he wouldn't have gone. You're full skeptical limpet. that Jason's remarks about him are untrue. I don't think that like Jim Carrey tried to break into an insane asylum like for research for pet detective. You know, like <laughs> or like, the Riddler. Either one. He could use would. one for the other. We're the number yeah. twenty three. <laughs> well, he has. He's since gone method. He's stayed as his number twenty three character since the release of the film. <laughs> oh, Sure. 23. That's a good point. <laughs> um, so, okay, we're Jim talking. Jim Carrey's not in it. What have we missed? Oh, you know, the songs and the, the stuff songs and the, the ride. That's thing. what we've missed. <laughs> <laughs> so, another interesting thing about the ride uh, uh, that the Imagineers talked about was if you think about the ending of the movie The Little Mermaid, they get married during the day on a boat, which is difficult 
it's difficult to do daytime in in dark rides in disneyland style Mm -hmm. dark rides it's difficult to simulate daytime inside that's why a lot of them i mean that's why they're called dark rides because it's usually darker Mm -hmm. because you have to hide stuff in the dark so they had to get approval and pitch like the end of this what if they get married and it's night and what if it's just like them waving from a castle instead of a boat yeah and that's why the end at the end is a little different and some of the fish come back and king triton is waving at you yeah i do remember that i was like okay yeah yeah uh, this isn't right but fine yeah yeah, yeah yeah king triton a very handsome animatronic at the end yeah he's i always cut. notice him he like he's in a good shape but like he looks younger than king triton does in the movie i feel yeah, yeah. uh he I feel has like he looks i mean if it weren't for his like white flowing hair and beard he would just be like a I feel like that's Fabio. the same same body of like hercules you know mm-hmm. they're like it's just yeah. like the same template yeah. you know uh but was he really that like he was jacked yeah in the film without that white hair on the animatronic he has a very small head really now yeah <laughs> i guess that makes he sense. has a giant body and a tiny head because yeah, he it's like well, you don't need to finish the head if it's going to be covered yeah, if it's in just hair. Gonna cover in hair yeah. so. he's jacked but he does look like more of an old man in the cartoon like he looks he's jack he's like a jacked old man he's like Geraldo he's just Rivera. Mo- mostly hair <laughs> you know you've seen that picture of Geraldo with his shirt off he's 70 like he's in incredible shape i have but he's not. an old man yeah Whoa. the body's Post exaggerated the beard is i mean it's a huge Geraldo of hair. selfie yeah. i'm it looks like he has right a small now. head in the cartoon as well that's so um, consistent. Yeah. Is it, I think it's. I'm freaked out by him because he has the real hair, and Ariel has the odd plastic hair that was <laughs> issue kind of in making the ride. Hey, what we is, got Geraldo joining the he's party. He's not as jacked as uh, King Triton, but he's in good shape. He's a 70 year old man. I mean, he's a good shape. For I'm that. glad yeah, that's great shape. Triton is like sunken lower in the sea so as to not see his pelvic region, unlike the Geraldo selfie. You just, yeah. I don't want to know what's on the way to the balls. Geraldo must, have seen, <laughs> Geraldo must have seen the D'Angelo video recently. <laughs> and he was trying to recreate that with that picture. He's not... D'Angelo doesn't have I that know. much more going on than Geraldo. Uh, Geraldo's not looking bad there. Yeah. Um, D'Angelo's got no mustache. So... Oh, that's another D'Angelo is hidden in this ride. <laughs> There's a brief D'Angelo that's cameo. That's true, Jason. Yeah. Who's D'Angelo? Uh, he, oh, was he was the, a singer. The singer. He had the, the the music video that's just one long revolve around his perfect body. Uh, it was a very sensual R&B. How what? does it fit? Uh, <laughs> okay. Scott about? will do a couple minutes of the song for Could you, you right now. <laughs> You can't understand a lyric. That's basically what it is. Uh, All right, he's good. Oh, here, 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 does this look familiar? Leland, does this look familiar? This man. This is the video. Uh, good. I mean, no. Yeah, okay. And who's? <laughs> but if you look at him versus Geraldo versus Triton, who's? who's I mean, he's, yeah, the very, most very cut. We'll do a poll. Who do you like best? Triton, Triton Geraldo, D'Angelo. or D'Angelo? <laughs> Oddest shirtless guy of all time. We already narrowed it down to three. We the all agree three. to the top three, but who's the top one? Right. Please decide for us, audience. We have a huge bracket on a whiteboard here in the. Recording space. Uh-huh. Uh, sure do. And this um, is what we Oh, I'm sorry. My guards had to take that down. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was casting a weird shadow I, on my face. <laughs> They're always looking out for me, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we've, we've put it off. I've put it off long enough. to. The, this is the thing we have to talk about. Mm-hmm. To many people, and I will consider myself included, mm-hmm. this ride is a little disappointing. 
Okay. I find. I find that this Jason, do you not feelings. disagree? I'm oh, so no, sorry. I'm curious. Uh, I bet uh, I know why though. It's it's we, so Lindsay and I went. We went. Up, it was an eight back when they used to do an AP preview, which is an annual pass holder preview for a ride. Now these days they're doing like a three hundred dollar party that you have to pay in addition to your pass to go on on these rides early. We waited, I think, four hours for this. We were very excited. Uh, three or four hours. Um, and we went on and we were like, mm, it's fine. And I feel like that was a review that this ride got a lot. Like, oh, night, no, it was nice. But it feels a little still. It feels a little static. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't do to me what Pirate, uh, Pirate, excuse me, uh, Peter Pan does. It doesn't you know, transport you as much. Uh, I I agree with that. I think that if you had to wait four hours with anticipation, I think that it was just kind of this happy you know planets aligning of of it's just like it was bright in the day and we were just we were there i think what made that experience for me so magical is that it was just like it was kind of thrust upon us before we even know knew what was happening sure um but yeah it doesn't move very quickly and, well, I'm not saying, and like I said, it doesn't give you a lot of things that are new. Well, that's, and then things that are new are like just like confusing. Well, <laughs> but I, I think even that three or four hour, like I waited for there's uh, the Harry in, in at the Harry Potter in Florida. There's this ride, Escape from Gringotts, which is like a roller coaster with like show scenes. Like you're trying to get out of the bank and escape from Voldemort. And I waited three or four hours the summer that opened, and I was afterwards was like. Yeah, it was good. I was glad I did it, but I feel like shit. <laughs> but I'm going to say, like, uh, when I say we waited three or four hours, I'm not trying to say, oh, my God, we were depressed and, like, that's going to affect the ride. I've been on, we went, we waited three or four hours for Guardians of the Galaxy I last year. True. And we loved it. Okay. Well, uh, when I was younger, three, three like, or four hours for Spider-Man in Orlando, we loved it. Well, I mean, yeah, like if you wait three or four hours and then you just get like suspended in the air and dropped uh, over and over again to 80s music, like <laughs> like you're going to completely forget like that you waited all that time. That's a point. Yeah, I guess the endorphins like take over at some yeah, point. Yeah, and, and the same thing happens with Peter Pan. Peter Pan is... I think it's the most popular ride at Disneyland. Is that right? You guys would know. Well, it's not. I mean, it's if all the for certainly for certain. It's the dark ride. The, that's the most popular in it's Fantasyland. The long, like, it's, yeah, it always it's has the, the one. I believe line. it's the one that Fast Passes don't work on, right? It's something like they that. They don't have Fast Passes have, for any of those. Uh, they have it oh, in, for the they have it in uh, Florida, but they don't have it out here for the Fantasyland. Um, it's my rides. dad's favorite ride. Yeah, because um, yeah, also my dad really likes it too. Yeah, yeah, that's his Little Mermaid. I guess yeah, you know? sure. but I can completely understand uh, just because there's a whole like yeah like that is a transport it's a ride. It's, when we're talking about when imagine like I even we've talked about Mr. Tony Baxter who's one of the top Imagineers of all time he didn't make this ride but he he calls this type of ride and, and many people do and many message board people do call this more of a book report ride versus you know peter pan it's it's a ride that just kind of tells you what happens as opposed to what does peter pan do that uh it's it's not quite as like peter pan has moments where you're just flying over the city it's you're the sort of star of the story as opposed to little mermaid where you're watching things happen 
Peter Pan has show scenes and stuff, but it's not so dependent on a narrative. It's not like you go through the or things like that happen in Mr. the movie. Mr. Toad, where you're the car that's out of control. Yeah, and, you're oh, you're it's your adventure. That's sort and of what Tony <laughs> Baxter talks when about. When you crash, you're in hell. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that ride ends in hell. So I guess they could have had Ursula getting killed. Uh, uh, I don't know. There's something just so like I mean I didn't even remember that in the movie until you mentioned it. She gets impaled by a oh, shell. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, crazy. Yeah. Because so, she is like a kaiju level monster. Like at even that like point. Gaston, he just like drops off a building and we assume that he's dead, but he disappears in like literal fog. You right. know? Yes, like, we don't see him splat. Yeah, we yeah, where it's like you see it, you know, like like and it's so it's a close up, you know. Yeah, right. It's Scar- so intense. They're, all the deaths are like Scar gets eaten by the uh frant people yes, he was trying to see the shadows. That's true. That's you see this saying, is the is one where you like, see it the worst, you're yeah, right. And you're yeah, like, oh geez, and like she's like like it's just so, like terribly upsetting. What does happens to Jafar ultimately? He goes back in the, the lamp. He goes in a lamp. Yeah, he gets in the lamp. In the His lamp. snake yeah. is before Genie. He's a big snake. At one he turns point. into yes. the snake yeah. and okay. then he tricks. Yeah, then he trick or they okay. trick him into saying he wants to be a genie and he gets That's put in the okay. lamp. So he's yeah. trapped. So there's no like, yeah, it's not a bloody. He doesn't get murdered. Demise. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He doesn't yeah. get uh, stabbed to death. Got it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, so so yeah. So well, that's a that that's what I'll, uh, you you uh, you reminded me of a point I wanted to make. I feel like it a ride the way it affects you depends on i think where you are in your life as well sure because i feel like i'm now in like a new stage of disneyland appreciation where it's but i felt like the longest stage of it's like bigger faster better you know uh and so i didn't want to waste my time on like the snow white ride when i could do um like uh space mountain and star tours and uh indiana jones and uh and peter pan i could i could handle because it's like that's the one that felt like it was moving the most you know mr toad was like whoa that's the one that's like a smaller ride that's not as intense where it's just like wow that you still get like a lot of like action and endorphins and stuff like that and oh gosh like you had to do it's a small world but yeah like i would just kind of like grit my teeth and smile through it because it's like the family wants to do it you know but like, but that ride, The Little Mermaid hit me at a point where I was so open to nostalgia. And so as far as a ride itself, I agree with you, it ranks lower than Peter Pan and blah, blah, blah. Um, but as far as a nostalgic experience, it's uh, top notch because like you said, Scott, it goes slow. So it's like a two white wine ride. Yeah, exactly. You know? Uh, <laughs> speed. And, and like there was so much time to absorb those memories and recall those memories mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Huh. I'm trying to think of what the, like, how do you resolve this exactly? Well, here's the thing. I think I did it here's- really well. Just now. <laughs> oh, I just mean no, no, no. I just mean what is the fix? I well, mean, like, what, if you were going to be more actively, this, right? are you are you going to talk about this? The, the alternate the, ride. What's going on there? Preview? The alternate ride. The so CGI on one of the DVDs, from the DVDs. They were trying to make this ride. They were they've been trying to make this ride for years. Yeah, they were going to make it in the '90s and put it in most of the Magic Kingdom style parks around mm-hmm. the world. Uh-huh. And it's space like for it oh. in uh, or Disneyland Paris that has never been filled by anything and right. it's mentioned on a special it's described by melanie griffith as like a something it's she she in this very sedate manner like Ooh. and in 1994 ariel will join the family <laughs> <laughs> it's a very odd clip Have, but so. and, and this is the sort of thing they don't really do anymore when we had eva anderson on like you know we showed 
uh, uh, the clips of, or we talked about her. There was a Disneyland history special that her father had hosted, and like, and it's like, here's all the rides coming in the next five years, and most of them didn't happen. And Ariel was mentioning that. And so when they put out the Little Mermaid on like special edition DVD in like 2006, this was in the special features. It's a CG animated like. Here's what ride the ride. This was exactly what the Whoa. ride would have been. And, so, and we're watching it here. So yeah. yeah, so like it starts out in like a cool like it's like wreckage of ships. And, and it's this a honors the dark ride thing. Yeah, so like True. it's almost a start of pirates where you're like you're in a place, but then very quickly you're about to go under the sea. Yeah, so I, a, yeah. I would say that the ride itself does not really honor like see, what a, the dark ride can do. You know. Um, yeah. So this is spooky and cool. This is spookier. There's and more cool. like place making going mm-hmm. on in this. You'd say. Right. We got Prince Eric's ship. Uh, so instead of just you round a corner and Ariel's. In, and then like, you go you, under. You meet Ariel. Ariel like emerges from the shadows of this like grim seascape, and she brings light to it. And then you go under the sea. And what is the deal with this? How is this going to work? You mean the how the water? I've heard Tony yeah. Baxter talk about this. So they were going to work. They were going to do like it was going to be like laser, like a laser to like make the like surface different from the the water so it would be like mist and laser so it would look like there was like a layer of water and then you would go under it and then it would be lit differently once you got down there to make it <gasps> completely look adventure like deep i sea. do find the bubble transition parts it's in the bad. existing ride is it's very pleasant it's a very i enjoy pleasant. it i like I going under and coming out of that i think it's clever that they use the blank space of the shells to project the bubbles they like use yes. that yeah. uh, uh, and they changed point. that they had to add more bubbles as the as the I think after thing happened. So yeah, this is just more. It's just more like kind of in the Peter Pan tradition. You see stuff that happens from the movie, but it's sort of like you're kind of going on your adventure, exploring this world. Yeah, you, yeah. As opposed to just sort of yeah, like you're what just are watching other little examples of book report rides. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, like kind of the Monsters Inc. ride in California Adventure is a little is like that. Yeah, you're not really. There's no real premise. Like you're, the you're just, mon- there's a monster on the loose, or there's a kid child on the loose on Monstropolis. But how are you? Yeah, it's you a have little... no duty uh, uh, within that story. Yeah, um, which is opposed to like Radiator Springs Racers and Cars Land. It's kind of like yeah, you see the characters, but it's sort of new. It's telling like a new. You're in cars. You're, in so you're coming race. to Radiator Springs. You're gonna race. Yeah, that the sort of ET thing. adventure. You have to get. Right. Back most the of them yeah. aren't. If they have a property, most of them are sort of their own little original thing. Not original, completely original, but like have that element of like kind of exploration. However, what you just showed, does that really solve that? Well, first of all, well, what, what vehicle? What's the ride vehicle? Oh, 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 you know what's interesting is that that, no, uh, <laughs> that simulation has a couple of like Pirates of the Caribbean-ish yes. elements. Yeah elements to it especially like the shipwrecks and the mist and stuff like i watched it reminded me because there's a different sort of pirates ride in disneyland shanghai Mm. and it seems like that is kind of big moments in that ride remind me of this animatic yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so the, the the vehicle was not just sort of a uh a thing that would be on the ground and it was not it was like something that would be kind of suspended in the middle Basically, I mean, there was, I think you can see it at the start here. Um, it's like, I think it's like technically hanging from the ceiling. It's what kind of shell? Oh, but it would, sorry, make it, you feel, it would make you feel like you were floating. 
You're in a big shell, and it's that like corkscrew. Kind right. Of, it's a mollusk uh, kind of shell. Uh, um, but yeah, wait. I don't even know what I'm looking. It's not from above. But yeah, it, there's two. There's two like wires oh, okay. that are hanging. So like you would be a little suspended, and it would allow you to kind of like bob, which would That's make you feel really cool. A little bit yeah. more like you're underwater. Why, do, why didn't they do it? It's. I'm sure it's just politics. It's just like who, whatever expense is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Watching watching that because I, I watched that through a couple times, and it's also like. Uh, uh, it looks like the blue sky version of that ride. Of course. Because, like, yeah, they would have to invent a new ride system for that. Also, like, trying to wrap my head around the space of that building that it could go in, it would have had to have been huge. Right, it would like, have been probably a different the building. The show scenes in that it's are a very large. Decker, if we haven't There's described this properly, you're, you're like, it's all surrounding the boat and this stuff above the water and below the water. So it's this double-decker ride, which right. I agree makes it a more interesting setting to explore uh, uh it's like how alice in wonderland is made more interesting by the fact that you're going upstairs and you go outside for a bit and then go back into this different room yes just that, just that subtle that it's this double decker thing makes it more interesting so so yeah uh, this is just look I, the ride I, I i'm being on the ride is some cool robots the ursula robot is awesome that scene when uh, that's my favorite i think scene in the whole thing is when she's in front and of she's singing poor unfortunate souls it's an incredible animatronic it's huge like you know we've gotten stuck there and that's great uh-huh. and like oh please Ooh. last longer oh, i wanted wow. to stare at the robot more um but i do think a lot of people have a feeling after they get off it of like mm, good good like and it doesn't that's, that's my feel i wouldn't argue with you there but i don't mind did. that feeling i think some rides yeah. can have that yeah sure i also think like leland i thought you brought up a great point about like how you are feel the context you are in going into a ride can affect it because i remember going on this uh i when i first went on it like it would have been a little while after a couple months after it opened. So it maybe had a little weight, but not a huge weight. And it was like, the context for me was like, Oh, this is a new ride. This is one part of the big, like redo of California adventure. And I was like, yeah, this was nice. This is a very pleasant ride. And also like was greatly missing from this park. Like, for years this park had very few rides period let alone these kinds of like classic disney dark Mm. rides so Mm. i was like oh yeah this makes it and now it's technically was in the san francisco section of the park so that doesn't entirely make sense but any, yeah that's a weird thing like I, where it's like this it's she's like the outcast princess yeah everybody else is chilling in fantasy land like and yeah. it's just like you have yeah. to get to ariel like all the way into another park you were in the um, bay area she's 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 very privileged she's she can afford to live in the bay area oh yeah no so why wouldn't you that real estate uh uh but yeah so the I guess in my set so I did not have like a huge weight for it and and I was kind of like oh yeah there's construction walls up everywhere so I'm just kind of happy to be on something be on something uh, in 2000 fall of 2011 but also, I, guess, I guess like the statement I was just happy to be on something that doesn't like, sound doesn't like a sell. ringing endorsement <laughs> but it was also like oh yeah more of this to come and then it, it was good because World of Color uh, came it, right it around that time and, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know I really like seeing that um, animation of the what the ride was gonna be originally because I've never really thought about the architecture of rides i've never really thought yeah. about it you know There's and a lot going on and and i 
I like thinking about now because that does make me appreciate. It's like, oh, yes, there's a lot of thought. And it's like, this ride is to make you feel like you're on a bubble. And this ride is to make you feel like you're flying in the air. Yeah. And this one is to make you feel like you're trapped in a jungle, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, or like on a, on a rickety car, like, uh, that's, uh, like, through a temple and and yeah. and it's like oh yeah there's a, there are people who um have spent a lot of time and teams like oh, yeah. in perfecting you know yeah. how to make it feel like you are uh, running through a temple and and that's so cool yeah never Some thought about them before things are like impossible to achieve so you know in the like i've said before like sometimes you're dealing with like military grade technology things that like <laughs> so like star tours or whatever like the simulators had not really been in the public before like so to yeah to create some of these feelings you have to yeah deploy Go deep. very crazy new technology and which is probably also very expensive and i bet when they were analyzing how do we get this little mermaid ride into that space i bet a it was like we got to take out that movie theater quick and and so we can't do this double decker thing and it was also probably let's do a vehicle very similar to the haunted mansion so that it's not a new untested technology like right. what you're showing cost said this is yeah yeah i mean cost has a lot to do with it but then like i do think politics like politics end up like this guy tony baxter is clearly like salty about the version of the little mm-hmm. mermaid that's in the park now mm-hmm. and he's he's of course we've talked about him many times big thunder star tours uh, figment in florida uh, Splash Mountain. He did all. He's like the main guy in charge of all those. But he's like cranky. You can hear he's cranky about <laughs> yeah. this version of the ride being in here because he knows there was a better version. And it probably like when he walks by it, he goes like he's well, upset about it. <laughs> it took them like over a decade just to get this made. So I'm sure it was also like handed off from oh, multiple yeah. designers and teams and yeah. stuff. Just in terms of politics, but like yeah, I mean cost is a factor too because however many. Was it a couple billion to revitalize? Yeah, the the California, California Adventure. Adventure. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, like, if one thing turns out more expensive, they have to take the money from something. They have to balance the books somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I, I always wonder thing. also if this, if the, uh, if if it, if it kind of backwards, if it was backwards dictated, like the Disneyland one. Um, caused the the florida one to have to be a little less interesting like if if they weren't jamming because it's it's kind of copy pasted for the most part in terms of layout and everything Mm -hmm. so so in other words is the florida one the exact same layout as the as the the whoopi goldberg theater like did they have to make it exactly the same Uh, i watched there's a video where you can watch both rides side by side which is a disorienting experience but they are pretty much identical the lines it felt identical yeah the lines are clearly different and the loading area is a little different but like yeah i mean florida benefits florida is sitting the the one in florida is sitting on top of what used to be twenty thousand leagues under the sea that's where it's located Mm -hmm. in uh uh, the florida park but i by putting it in fantasy land like i mean it's literally called fantasy land so there's like a carousel next to the dwarf's house next to uh the winnie the pooh ride next to uh the the beauty and the beast be our guest castle restaurant is what you're saying next to the The little mermaid so yeah it's just kind of like everything can be next to each other all your toys are on the floor yeah, <laughs> kids love it. Yeah, that's the funnest time. You know, you had a good time with that. Yeah, you know, wait, you have to show us the because the the one big difference. Oh uh, yes, is, is there's a big Ursula. 
hear you do look at that i showed oh, yeah. yeah yeah that there, there's a massive huge. ursula oh, yeah. and there's a, a like climax a to actually to the ride you get yeah. the ursula death probably the biggest difference in this version is that is that better and, do we like that yeah oh yeah and then, I think six-year-old Scott doesn't like it. Well, of course, old Scott I is think, screaming uh, and crying. I think thirty-two-year-old Scott also <laughs> probably doesn't accurate, like the yes. giant Ursula. Well, if I talked about how I don't like big things in small rooms, like I am afraid of the giant what? boo in uh, Super Mario World. Right, like oh, on the video, just on the straight video game, giant. The yes, I'm not even there <laughs> when I see my avatar of Mario. Paired with a gigantic boo, I freak the fuck. It gives me this weird spatial relation. It scares the shit out of me. I, so this Ursula well, gives me some think, of that big boo what feeling. What an interesting phobia. What do you I really, think I about like, I feel in like, small like, rooms? Like weird body tension even talking about big boo. Whoa, it's what maybe about the thing the... I'm the most afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> if big boo, like imagine we're in a pretty like, you know, like I guess it's kind of a small like living room uh, here. And if, if boo was filling all of it, Jesus Christ. What if, what if like Mike had like a a giant like Great America stuffed teddy bear or something? That's you know? fine. If it were the size of the room, if it were all the way up to the ceiling, I guess <laughs> I, I just saw think your I was eyes. Odd. Like you, you <laughs> like looked at the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, and your and your like your pupils got smaller. You went Ugh. big <laughs> things maybe freak me out. Let me ask you this: How do you feel about the big Muppets? Um, you mean like Sweetums? Like you know, you mean when Sweetums they... or like I'm thinking of, do you know the Muppet Christmas Carol? Yeah. Yeah, the ghost of Christmas present. He's um, like a large man. He's like, he's a yeah. large jolly man, but he is like one of the big walk around Muppets. Or I feel like there's some labyrinth, just sort of like uh, the uh, big you know, kind of Muppets. Not if, if your size is big already, <laughs> then it's fine. But if you are supposed oh. to be small, and then you become okay. big. Okay, I get so it. If the... I know you're a small version, so now you're big. is your worst movie like Alice in Wonderland? Uh, there is weird stuff with Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the shrinking Because the that's grind. exactly yeah. what that whole movie is. Yeah. It's a lot of it, yeah. just small yeah. things being big out. and yeah, big things being she, small. Yeah, like, when she like, grows and is the size of the house. And um, I, that would like... It's an upsetting thing to think about happening to just, you. I don't think that this bothers you, but I'm just curious. I just want to really explore this. I, I like the, the, <laughs> yeah, the test. I'm Thanks for this therapy this. session. So, uh, like, part of the the Disney Channel uh, fan fest is we took pictures with Mike and Sully, uh-huh. and we were in an like an enclosed space. You know, m- maybe like this like this living room ish. Uh-huh. Um, and Mike is like four feet tall, which is really uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. But but solely it was like eight feet tall. Huh. Um, like, does that make you feel weird? Um, weirdly, no. But why? But I bet my wife would feel weird about it because we all met Chewbacca together. And when Chewbacca rounded the corner in that tight little corridor, she like, ah, like, oh, I, he's I think so intimidating. He's so filled the and small. he's so real. And he's a yeah, hugger. He looks exactly. Like and he's a hugger. He is a hugger. <laughs> He'll grab you. Uh, um, I think again. I don't know the size of Sully. He could be that. But but here's what I was going to say back to the Muppets is that when there's walk around Muppets, which there have been in the parks a little bit, when there's a man-sized Kermit, freaks me out a little. Yeah. Not nearly the same weird, level yeah. as Big Because Boo. Kermit is supposed to be small. Yes, correct. Yeah. But, and Sully is supposed to be big. I think so, so it's like, or I okay. just don't know. You can define for me for the first time how big <laughs> Sully is supposed to be. This is the <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> I'm kind of weirded out by, maybe not scared of, but I think it's funny 
to go back to Mrs. Potts that in the in the Beauty and the Beast live shows that there is a, a Mrs. Potts that is much bigger than Belle. I'm not scared of that, but I think it's it's strange. Two questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, scared of the baby uh, in Honey, I Shrunk the Ki- uh, Blew Up the Kids? Um, no, no. I don't think I have any like weird childhood uh, okay. trauma from that. Amazingly, yeah. Scared of animal at the end of Muppet movie when animal grows giant. Oh, because hmm. I actually think, if I think about it, I was a little uncomfortable by how big he was. Maybe I've blocked that out. Maybe I avoided it. You don't even it. remember it because there's the Mommy, big showdown. Mommy, I don't want to watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> I just politely requested. You know what? Actually, but maybe it's an outdoor thing. This is the strangest specific wow, issue yeah. we're dealing with. I think I'm if I'm freaked out by any of Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, it's when the kid is in the living room as that, as opposed to walking around the street. If I've got if there's open air, I'm fine. Interesting. Big Boo, uh, with with open sky is is okay. But if I'm in a room and it's just me as Mario and Big Boo, that's the scariest thing. That's if you're ever in happened. Bowser's castle, yeah, it's bad. But if yeah. you're in Moo Farms, it's fine. Yes, because I know you know I could I could fly away. He could uh-huh. fly away. I can get away from him easy. I'm, I'm not g- trapped. I'm going to go the other direction. Do you know Mulholland Drive, the David Lynch movie? I haven't seen it in decades. <laughs> okay. Do you remember there's an old couple in it that they're like riding a bus at one point? I don't and remember this. Okay. Stuff. So there's a sequence where there's like an old touristy couple and they get on a bus and they're really like creepily smiling and they don't say anything. And you're like, and it kind of comes out of nowhere and then you don't see them again for a while. And then at some point, like one of the versions of Naomi Watts, because there's like two realities in that movie she like lies down on the couch in her living room and then it it cuts it there's a a shot of the door the front door of the house and it's a, like about an inch gap between like the Ooh. door and the floor and there's just teeny tiny versions of that old couple like running and are screaming <laughs> oh no and then they get into the room and i think they like pop up to big size and like ah, terrorize her I but i just this. remember watching that and these teeny tiny couple of like oh no how did they get small Ah, yeah, that might do it for you know uh, uh, Edwin. Just uh, as dog. I said that, Edwin just very quietly this walked is, into uh, my field of vision. Uh, Edwin, Edwin is very small, and he has just returned from a walk. But if he came back from the walk and was the size of the room, this podcast would be fucking over <laughs> forever. If, if he I'm was not like, coming back here, we got to do it outside from Cl- now on. If he what was is- Clifford size, oh yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh maybe I'm scared oh, yeah. of Clifford. Yeah, oh, Scott hates Clifford. I might hate Clifford. I think I actually. Prefer wasn't there another Clifford where Clifford was small? <laughs> I think I chose Are you, the, the Martin, small Clifford. I mean, the, the normal short Clifford is walking dog. around on his knees. Oh, that's <laughs> old. I mean, movie. that's a terif- That's a, a Freudian terrifying movie in what general. What if you're big? Like, like when you go into Toontown and there's like small, mm. small things. And no, stuff. I don't think I have issues there because okay. I'm I have the power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> but you're the oppressor. Giant. I also I'm having one more, and then we'll move off of this. We better move off of it. Uh, uh, I think the I think maybe I was somewhere as a kid, and there was a a, a walk around Kool Aid Man. And it freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to keep adding to this. I was scared of giant balloons in front of car dealerships as a child. <laughs> So if it was a giant ape, there was like a giant ape balloon, I didn't like it. And once my dad one time made me go up and like touch one of them to like, to break my fear of it. Oh, wow. Did it work? Kind of, I think. I was still kind of uncomfortable because there would be like, if we were driving down the expressway, um, there would be like, like maybe there's something promote, I don't know what it would be 
being promoted, but seven of them would be in a line. And I remember kind of just like looking to the left. So I guess I had that too now that I think about Uh, it. Well, I think I would have had the same issue as you, but only if it was indoors. Uh, that's where these these particular deviations oh. of these fears very bizarre what anyway to, to bring it back to the uh, so what I'm saying is uh, uh, fuck this ride uh, uh, fuck Tony <laughs> Baxter I don't want this giant Ursula get it out of here the ride is perfect I'm gonna enjoy my wine and not see any giant things <laughs> it'll be the, the only ride you ride correct. that day so to sum up you are saying keep as is Scott yes because Leland, so what keep we do at the end forever. is we say, like, what would you do to the right? Would you keep it perfectly as is? Would you plus it up? Do you have any ideas? Or would you burn it down uh, in a mysterious fire for insurance money? A mysterious fire. Uh, no, I keep as is. That's why I brought it up. Okay, Jason. Well, you know, uh, a couple years after the ride opened, they did, like, uh, uh, some minor plus it ups. Like, they, they changed the the hair like this is such a weird thing to talk about the the hair in the under the seat sequence ariel's hair like they tried to mold the hair so it looks like the one shot in that sequence when she's like swimming directly down and so her hair is above her in the water so they tried to recreate that in three in physical space and a lot of people's complaints were that it like this looks like she has a beehive like a 50s <laughs> cartoon yeah. beehive Almost didn't so, read his hair necessarily it looked like yeah. an ice cream cone it looks sort of like yeah saucer of ice cream so they changed that and they also changed like there's some sequences with screens where like when she's transforming that were much more cgi 3d back in the day and then they kind of changed it to be more 2d animated in the style of the movie which i think works so i think like and then they added some more fish i think throughout it so like i think just keep adding to i like seeing little touches to rides Mm -hmm. like little plus ups more animatronics more fish i say fill that under the sea room with fish like i want there to be so many fish uh uh (laughs) I, not that they would form a giant Voltron, Scott, no. that you would be uncomfortable. <laughs> Thanks for uh, anticipating uh, my room. worry. Uh, but like, yeah, more, more uh, uh, dancing oh, fish. Oh God! More just, fish. Oh, you brought me to the worst one of all—the fish that swallows you. Oh God! Oh, like in the one that jumps out of the water, the big red fish. Uh, what? That was in, in Mario that swallowed oh, and jumps and no. swallows. Dear, that is maybe you were worse. Terrified than... of Mario, just playing the game Mario. <laughs> I think so. Like it was terror I've every turn. I've never been a big gamer since. And that's I why. Can deal with level number one. There's size levels too. There's giant Goombas and all that. Uh, so I, when I was thinking about fish to add to that scene, just not that one that swallows you whole. Hmm. Reasonable size. <laughs> reasonable size so so a few more reasonable size fit just every now and then i think that also shows uh, attention to detail care when parks are like hey we shut this down to clean it up make sure everyone's working we put a little couple extra things in there i like when parks do that and also on april fool's day i think they should put in terrence and philip animatronics uh to just wave at you when you go by uh okay that's a all Leon's giving a big thumbs up to that idea <laughs> uh, brick and mortar are not pleased yeah brick and mortar are not pleased i gotta say yeah i plus it up i I mean, I, I think it would be real cool if they were do would do something with the ride vehicles that did kind of give you like a little bit of an up and down motion. That's probably very expensive, but I would like them to do it. I would prefer it if they did it because uh, I think that would go a long way sort of in making you feel like you were really uh, under the sea. Uh, I also think they should take out the kiss the girl and put in a death scene for Ursula. <laughs> 
I think that's more important. I think that there should be a full sized. I think that should be bigger than the one we saw in that video of Ursula. I think she should be in the room. Her head should be (laughs) maybe like 20 feet long. Do you want me to stay here or not? (laughs) Well, you just drive me out of the room. You want that. You just want a scene of like, because in the movie, Prince Eric. Prince, Eric, Prince yeah. Eric is like his shirt's all ripped and he's like a yes. heroic hunk and oh, he steers yes. the ship with the last bit of strength. So you want like well, something here, for the the guys in here, there. Here's you what, want some guy acting. You know what? Here's hunks. I got an idea. You just gave me a very very good idea. Okay, you add a, a like a, an old broken mast to the front of each car. So, oh, Mike, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, let's see where he's going with this because I can't see it. So, so you see, like, you, like, there's a room, and obviously they have limited space. So it's just like Ursula's giant head, but then her body. So the way to defeat Ursula is to have each car drive their dirty wooden mast into her stomach. <laughs> And then you go kind of through it, and there's like kind of a lighting effect, and like it goes black. So obviously, you're not actually making contact. Oh, it's over anything. the track. Yes, it's over the track. You go through it. It's kind of like a door. So we're all now. Now it solves the problem of, of it's our adventure. We are helping. We're, we're the doing heroes. something. We're the yeah. hero. We're, we're the, the murderers. Sh- we're the we're murderers. the heroic sea witch murderers. <laughs> we're the sh- and we all can feel like Eric with our shirt ripped and we're like handsome now and we're finally doing it. So I think that would be a good. Hmm. I, I mean, let me throw one more yeah. thing in for context, which is that what if there was a way to see what you would look like as a little shrunken. Uh, a zero voice creature so mm. that you could see what hypothetically Ursula might do to you and then that gives you bloodlust like I want to tear her rib cage that's good now. too yeah yeah you guys are ruining this <laughs> we're blue skying Leland. this is just these this are ideas blue, yeah you think adding horrendous violence would uh, not be a help more creepy creatures more death more uh, your guys monstrosities of your possible future and the only other thing I'll say <laughs> bloodlust <laughs> the only other thing I'll say is at the end right. of the wedding ceremony just give me Mr. Limpet in a little white like tuxedo <laughs> and a little top hat wishing and he's luck. wishing them luck and he's having a good time because he appeared earlier and I want to see where he's at by the end of the, right. of the ride I'm for that yeah it's that one's at least I think we all we can all agree that's a nice cheap way to plus the ride up and we nice love laugh it. you too oh Andy <laughs> one of us has to have a Don Knotts right uh, yeah, I kind of, I, uh, I don't, I don't know. We'll work on it we'll for work future. My Don Knotts is just like, whoa, Andy. Yeah, it's re- it can be real close to Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa Andy. Not careful. Yeah. Oh, well. Do you well, have one? <laughs> oh, Milan, you love. Andy. <laughs> well, I think it was better than ours. <laughs> uh, well, Leland Bowden. You've survived podcast the ride. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, what do you want to plug? Plug away. Uh, Andy Mack is uh, returning to the airwaves uh, June fourth, eight p.m. Monday nights on Disney Channel. Yay. Yeah, yeah. And you're Wonderful. going. There's going to be more. You're doing more. Oh, also, when does this come out? Because yeah, if it comes might out be right like before that, I'm not sure. Um, well, right if it comes after. out like anytime before the next two weeks, I want to plug me being in LA to all my friends and <laughs> I want to hang out. What's the cutoff? Uh, June 2nd, guys. Oh, right. we probably won't be out by then. No. <laughs> well, we I'll be in Utah. I'm sorry I missed you guys. So apologize to your friends now. Oh, yeah. Guys, uh, I really want to make it to your thing. I'm so sorry I can't. 
um, come visit me in Utah. <laughs> okay, that's nice. Uh, Twitter? Do you want a Twitter plug? Your your want song is At wanting to see all your best buds while you're in LA. <laughs> you want to be part of their world. When's it my turn? Um, at your friend Lilan. Lilan is spelled L I L A N. Don't make it Lillian. <laughs> that's not my name. Whatever I can that do. That is what people it. think. I think I thought that's what was somebody your name squat for a on month. that name, and then uh, uh, you're a, then you're an alternate. I actually Lilan. own LillianBowden.com. <laughs> no. I use it to sell all sorts of uh, multi-level marketing schemes, diet pills, that tea that people promote on Instagram. Fake, you sell fake rocks. I sell fake rocks. Hey, uh, anyway, I can help my friends. Thank you. I appreciate um, and she, and you. Oh, are, Instagram's my main squeeze, though. Oh yeah. Ah. Same same handle at your friendly one. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously, like, send all your shipping requests uh, to that Lilan and her Twitter and your who hashtag you ship, ship with? request. Who do you so so yeah? So for this episode, we're we're shipping Lilan and various Disney characters and, <laughs> we and are? executives. Oh, plex, plex. And yeah. we're of course most importantly shipping Jason and many tre- and different treats and treats. And also, if anyone wants to draw a picture of us recording, but I'm just real big and take up the room, and Scott is like sweating and really <laughs> nervous. Oh, if you want to, hey, I'll draw that. Mission for like ten <laughs> oh, days so straight. That. It would be funny, like just a picture of Scott and then like Clifford and the baby from Honey I Blew Up the Kid and Boo. I'm surrounded by all of these things. Scott, this is how we nah. calm you down. Like the mushroom omelet in a Phantom Thread for all the thread heads out there. This is how we calm you down when you're a little too wound up and you we we sort of set you back to one and Have I been too I've been too demanding in yep. setting this podcast schedule? I've been uh... Scott is the Reynolds Woodcock of Podcast the Ride. That's for sure. It's not to my liking. <laughs> Throw this episode out. Uh, um, all right. Well, we don't are... you dare, but do dare go to our Twitter, Podcast the Ride, and Instagram, and, and uh, Podcast the Ride at gmail.com if you want to email us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and rate and review us on iTunes and do all that. Is it called iTunes? I keep Apple yeah, Podcasts. Yeah, iTunes, okay, Apple iTunes. Podcasts, you whatever know. you yeah, we call need, it. Yeah, we need those sweet reviews. Five stars only, of course. I just saw somebody give us a four star and said that we need to tighten the podcast up. Not going to happen. <laughs> so go back <laughs> no. and amend it. I think that's a great note. I think it, no. And no. every podcast could be tighter. I, I believe it yeah. specifically... They they go on tangents a lot, which that is uh, all podcasts. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I hope you like that 10 minutes we did on giant things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's it for us today. Uh, thank We're you for We're in listening. the process of not keeping it tight right now. We could just yeah. keep going just to punish that yep. Mr. Four Star. Four stars. Here, this is for you. Here we go. Well, truly We're just going to do some Not a punishment. He's probably not listening. I think it was a woman. Or she. Or she. All right. Yeah. Bye. Bye.